Hello gamers from around the world, this is Boxenberger, the video game enthusiast from Germany and I would like to welcome you to today's episode of the World of Gaming and it's gonna be a fun one. Um, finally some substantial progress on the ABK deal and it will, it will keep us busy today. But there have been some other interesting things as well. Not too many, but a couple of them and we will discuss all of those as well. But first, I need to welcome our very special guest. Luke is here. How are you doing, sir? Yeah, very well, thank you. Yeah, it's been, uh, yes, yeah, a deal that keeps on giving, doesn't it? I mean, it's just, <laughs> it's, it's crazy. It's, uh, it's just mad. Um, the kind of twists and turns that this takes. So, uh, I'm, yeah, I'm looking forward to speaking about it, uh, cause, and, and other stuff. Uh, but yeah, I'm very well, thank you. And thank you for having me on. No, thanks for coming on, man. It's we couldn't have chosen a better week uh, for you to join because uh, obviously you can give some well-needed insights and, uh, and perspectives on this uh, entire deal. So I'm really looking forward to to discuss everything with you and, of course, with Dutch. How are you doing, sir? Yeah, I'm doing well. As we discussed before we started, it's very warm today, so. Mm. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to being sitting in a pool of sweat by the end of the today's show. So it's, uh, it's going to be great. Yeah, but, it sounds uh, fantastic, <laughs> man. It sounds fantastic. <laughs> yeah, we haven't had a proper rain in like seven weeks now here. Uh, it's like, it's disgusting. And besides the, the warmth, the mosquitoes are going crazy. Uh, it's like an epidemic of mosquitoes we have here. It's... But we are not here to talk about mosquitoes and heat waves and missing AC here in, in Boxenberger's house. So <laughs> we are here to talk, of course, about everything that happened in gaming this week. And we do that, of course, like every Thursday with an awesome community. And we see the chat is already filling up with a lot of familiar names. Shout out to you guys. Great to see you. We we gotta have a fun one. So definitely let us know in the chat your thoughts. And if you do listen on the podcast services around the globe, welcome to you as well. Our gamers that listen to us on Spotify, iTunes, Apple, uh, Google Podcast, and and even Amazon Music. Sometimes we get one listen on Amazon Music. Uh, even shout out to this one guy. That is holding the line over there. Yeah. Little reference Shout here. Out to him. Shout out to him. <laughs> so or her. or her, whoever it is. Yeah. I don't I, I'm not sure if the if the if the subscriber counter on Amazon Music is actually true because some people in the chat have been telling us that they actually subscribed on Amazon Prime to to the world of gaming and it still shows only one subscriber. So I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm not sure what's happening over there. In, in, yep. in Amazon world. But yeah, guys, uh, we're going to have an awesome show. Of course, there's a lot to talk about, about uh, the FTC uh, losing in court, about them trying to appeal. Lena Khan is getting roasted today. We will definitely talk about that as well. Uh, the CMA, uh, we got some news there. So there's a lot to talk about on, on that front, but we will also talk about some updates on on recently announced Xbox first party games like Clockwork Revolution. Of course, we'll talk about Diablo, some new game announcements and a lot more. So 
yeah, guys, let's get into it. But before we start with the news, I definitely want to hear from everyone in the chat what you guys have been playing. And Luke, what has kept you busy in gaming? Uh, so, yeah, quite a bit, actually. Um, I think about until maybe the end of last week or last weekend, uh, it was Final Fantasy 16, but I've mm. uh, finished finished that now. How did you like it? Um, I loved it. Yeah, I, I really, really enjoyed it. It's it's a really long game. Like, even mm. if you beeline, not that I beelined all the side quests, but, you know, I kind of focused mostly on the, the main story. And even then I had, like, 40 odd hours in it okay. so you okay. know you could i think i think you could easily get double that if you wanted to do everything or, or maybe 70 hours or something like that um so but yeah i really really loved it um i didn't love playing at 30 fps that was not fun <laughs> uh but we, we do what we must uh because yeah. the performance mode is still not very good on that game um at least it's pretty stable 30 so that was nice um and it was nice that they did the motion blur update as well, which allows you to to tweak it. Um, so I okay. turned it down a bit. I, th I found it a bit excessive, um, uh, like the the base version of it. So, uh, but yeah, I, I really really enjoyed it, and I think it'll be up there in terms of best games this year for me so far. But there's still so many games to come out. Like I don't like that rankings bound to change. Um, so apart from that, uh, a little bit of Diablo. I kind of put that on mm. pause to play Final oh, Fantasy Oh, we don't 16. like to hear that. We don't like yeah, to hear that well, on this podcast. You know, I, the thing was, I was like, I've got to, I've got to kind of get through FF16 somewhat quickly to avoid spoilers online because yeah. I'll see something to do with the story. Whereas story in Diablo, like you know, it's it's a lot better in this one, but it's still not a core core aspects of the game um that is true so so yeah i've been playing a little bit of diablo but then my next kind of addiction has kind of redeveloped which is tears of the kingdom because i also put mm. that on pause um to play uh ff16 and yeah i've sunk a lot of hours into that um over the last few days and barely barely done anything actually like it, you, i kind of end a session and i'm like what did i actually achieve in that it's that kind of game where you just you know, you, you mean to do something and then at two hours later, you've gone on a completely yeah. different, you know, completely different route to do something else. But I think that's a. I have to finish it too. Game. Yeah, it is. It is a fun game. I most certainly I have to finish it too. I also put it on, on pause when Diablo came out and I barely have touched yeah. any other game ever since, honestly. Nothing uh, else for Yeah. 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 But, I don't. I, I would say I, I'm not sure how far I am in in Zelda, but you know there are these four main temples, and I've done yeah. three of them. So I'm not sure if there what comes after you beat the I four main temples. So I'm not sure how far I am into the game, but yeah, I definitely have yeah. to go back to that. But yeah, can't stop playing Diablo. So. That's a game. It is. It is a lot of fun. Made some big progress this week, actually. Uh, <laughs> Dutch, what have you been playing? Uh, yeah, Diablo, Street Fighter VI, uh, and a little bit of GTA V again. Um, mm. Only at the request of a friend. Um, otherwise, I wouldn't have downloaded it at all. Okay. <laughs> um, the good thing for that is that there isn't many things taking up space on my hard drive that I'm playing right now so i had a little bit of space to install it 
Um, uh, and games like Call of Duty and things, I don't, I don't keep them installed. I just if somebody wants to play it, I'll reinstall it. Yeah. And then when I'm finished playing it, I'll uninstall it instead of wasting space because I think Call of Duty is a waste of space on on a hard drive. And <laughs> um, when you can fill it with glorious games like Diablo or Starfield or um, bigger, more narrative-driven games, yeah, um, yeah, that are interesting to play for a longer period. But no, I've been been like I said, been playing Street Fighter, been playing Diablo like everybody else. Uh, I'm looking forward to the weekend to be able to play games again and chill out for a minute and and do that. So um, might play something else. I know there's a lot of games I need to catch up on. I need to finish a few games, so I might mm. I might put Diablo on hold for a moment instead of grinding to 100 ah, and finish off. You can't do that. Yeah. We have to grind a little I over the weekend, man. We, we can still do a little bit, but in terms of like solid playing, because it is taking up like every game session I'm playing at the minute, so mm. I kind of need to pull back and and finish some other games like Jedi, which has been sitting there unfinished for a bit. I do need to finish that game. So no, definitely you do. I, It's fantastic, yeah. man. So I need to finish that. So I'm going to do that. So at least begin to, to finish that game across the weekend. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, but other than that, yeah, just Diablo and Street Fighter mainly. Sweet. Well, what level are you in, in, in Diablo right now? 62, I think it was. Yeah. 62 62 so actually i took over man you you've been ahead of myself uh uh for a bit but i yeah you you've got you've got the benefit of the rog ally i do i do i play a lot of it i however do not yes that's true (laughs) that's true Uh, and and you can also play in your work meetings slash work breaks yeah yeah it's like perfect man i I just hit uh, level 70 earlier today. So I've been grinding a lot uh, of like tier 19, tier 20 um, uh, uh, nightmare dungeons. Uh, and they are perfect, man. I can finish them in seven, eight minutes per dungeon. So it's perfect in between meetings. You know, you go on on one or two nightmare dungeons and then just move on with work. It's it's fantastic, man. Um, having a blast. And now I hit level 70. I moved over to world tier four, of course. And uh, now I can play the the nightmare dungeons tier. Play. I finished in a nightmare dungeon tier 23 earlier. Um, pretty rough in world tier four because you only have like four revives in the nightmare dungeons so gotta pay attention but it's it's a lot of fun man um unlock my third paragon board i love it it's it's so much fun so let's see what what have people in the chat been playing so dustin lambert uh, actually finished redfall solo and he enjoyed it um so then uh, we have uh, episode 13. Uh, it says Battlefield 2042 has a cool new mode. Uh, that's that's really cool. Uh, have you pl- guys played that? What was that for? But Battlefield 2042. Oh, yeah, I've played it, but I haven't played it for a while. Okay, I, I own the game, believe it or not. <laughs> but that thing's been uninstalled for a, for for a minute. Okay. I've okay. Been, I've, I go through phases of, of wanting to play shooters and not wanting to mm-hmm. play shooters. And when there's a lot of narrative games out, 
I try to focus on them and not focus on these like repetitive shooter games that yeah. don't get any progression. So okay. yeah, I'll probably okay. go back to it at some point, but there's no real need and there's no one that's like jumping on it to want us to play it. So yeah. Um, yeah. So Lady Foxfire has been playing Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 in the chat. Nice, nice. Masshole is playing Bramble and Fist. Sweet. Bramble's good actually. I've been starting on that. It's a cool little a mm. cool little it's a little bit a little bit uh, clunky here and there, but being an indie game, I can forgive them for that. Mm. Um story's cool. The uh, the atmosphere is really creepy, which is good. Um I, I have no like idea. A, 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 which which one is Bramble? Is it in Game Pass? Is yes. it this this just, this two D side scroller? No, 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 no. no, no I'm, no, I'm but, um, confusing things here. I'm you, mixing you play, up things. You, yeah, you play as um, like a you can't even. It's not even like a, a dwarf or something like that. It's just you, you play as like a honey eye shrunk the kid sized person, mm, mm-hmm. like a little kid. Um, and you and your sister going on, on an adventure, and then your sister gets uh, abducted by this giant rat person. Okay. Um, that kind of tracks you down, but it's full of like horrible things that are kind of killing the the surrounding wildlife and things like that, and eating them and feasting on them and stuff like that. So it's like okay. this creepy action. Well, this creepy adventure game that you. It's more kind of the base of get away and don't be seen and things mm. like that. It's nice. Okay. okay. Nice little game. I need to check it out then. I actually intend yep. to play more of Benedict Fox over the weekend because mm-hmm. because I put that as well on hold and uh, it plays fantastic on the Ally, you know, <laughs> that uh, I definitely want to play more of that. Um, so what else? Uh, Fanto Sir has been uh, playing many games, but Spider-Man remastered mostly. Uh, that's a good one. Getting prepared for the sequel. Uh, yeah, so as always, our chat is playing a lot of cool stuff, but yeah, let, let's get into some topics. Let's get into some topics. I actually wanted to talk to you guys about Clockwork Revolution before we get into all the ABK stuff that will probably keep us busy for the rest of the podcast. So, uh, <laughs> let's get some other topics out of the way first, um, Clockwork Revolution, the principal lead designer uh, early, um, called Moore, he tweeted earlier something about the game. Um, of course, it's in Exiles, uh, um, new, newly announced and revealed um, RPG uh, during the Xbox showcase. Yeah, they've revealed that. Looked really cool, I thought, at least. And he tweeted out the following. Uh, with deep world-building, compelling narrative, crunchy RPG systems, engaging gameplay, and massive reactivity, I've always described Cl- Clockwork Revolution as the love child of Arcanum and Vampire the Masquerade. So we didn't really know which tone they are going for, but comparing it to, of course, Arcanum and Vampire Masquerade, what do you guys expect from this game? Luke? Uh, yeah, I, I expected something like I didn't, when I saw the original trailer, um, I didn't automatically think he was going to be, you mm. know, just a pure first person shooter. Um, I, I felt that they were going to kind of 
dip into their RPG experience. And it it yeah. sounds really like it's, you know, if they're using those two games as a as a basis, it's almost like immersive sim slash heavy RPG, um, at least in part. Uh, which is really exciting actually. I mean that's that's really cool. If they can marry that to good gunplay and, and abilities, yeah. then they'll have a really, really cool game, particularly from what we've already seen, which is very early on. So, um, yeah, I, th- I thought it looked um, cool, and I think um, it being kind of RPG-led is really exciting. Yeah, definitely, definitely. I, I From the vibes of the trailer, I really did not get, like, Vampire's Masquerade, no. Uh, Arcanum, I could see maybe, I don't know, but I, at least from the trailer, I would have not even thought of comparing uh, the game to, to to one of those two Dutch. What did you think mm. about this? What was that for? Which which game are you talking about now? I know you're talking about uh, the clockwork. new clockwork. Clockwork. I know, I know that. I meant which no. one you're <laughs> Revolution. <laughs> which one are you comparing it against? Uh, Arcanum and Vampire the Masquerade. Uh, see, I haven't played Vampire the Masquerade, but it didn't get great reception, so mm. I can't really comment on it. Um, but I, I'm looking. Do you know what it is? I'm looking forward to Clockwork. It was one of the, the big standout ones that we we saw, and and the the information, at least, that's being provided by them at the moment, that it is quite in depth in the RPG mechanics that they've got. Yeah, it's really kind of thought out, well thought out systems. There um, is is obviously a very positive step for it. And naturally, though, we want to see more of the game. We want to see a little bit more of it, as we all do. We're, we're greedy people. Yeah, um, but definitely. From what I've, what I've seen so far, though, it's it's the vibes are already awesome. People were comparing it straight away to the likes of... Uh, um, why have I forgot the name of the franchise? You know which franchise I'm talking about, Boxy? No. Nah. The one that is comparing it against... Vampire, the Masquerade, and Arcanum? No, 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 no. The actual one we thought it was when they first announced it, we were like, okay, this looks... Fallout? <laughs> no, no. I'm I'm not sure what another, you... Another steampunk type game. Another steam... The Order, 1886? No, it was a big trilo- trilogy franchise. Everybody in the chat will be able to help, surely. <laughs> Come <Sure>. on. <laughs> surely. Surely, I, I have no idea what you're referring to. Oh, you Luke, do you know what he's talking? Bioshock, Bioshock. Infinite. Bioshock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right yeah. <laughs> My head is not working. Yeah, Bioshock. So, yeah, as soon as we saw Clockwork anyway, we all got the, the, the basic yeah. impression. This looks really like Bioshock, a lot like Bioshock Infinite, in fact, um, which isn't a bad thing because obviously Bioshock is a, is a really tremendous franchise. Um, and well loved. Now, if you add in a little bit more in-depth RPG mechanics to to that kind of formula, mm. um, with a really interesting story, then I'm all for it. it. It looks fantastic. I'm really interested to see what this team can do. Absolutely. Um, so bring it on, bring it on. It's the first time I think we've I've seen In Exile do um, something a little bit different compared to what we've seen them with with the likes of Wasteland, etc. Yeah. Um, yeah. Wasteland was super difficult. Like that was a really tough it's, game. Like it is, it is tough. It is it, it, the problem with with it, it really is if you don't dig into like 
the RPG system really deep, you have no chance in Wasteland. Nope. It really requires you to... I, I, to I knew that immediately. Like, I come up with getting this... I remember Wasteland 3, I come up against this giant robot. It was right near the beginning. And just wiped everybody out. <laughs> I was like... No matter what I did or what direction I took, I couldn't take it down. I was like, I've yeah. got no idea how to get around this. No chance. Because it was like turn-based. Because it yeah. was like turn-based, it didn't move people away quick enough. So it was like, get away, get away. And he was just <laughs> following. I was like, okay, yeah. yeah. I'm not good at this game. I'm just going to uninstall. And uh, <laughs> it's not a bad <laughs> yeah, game by yeah. any stretch. But it's a great franchise and a great game. It is. It's just not one that I'm good at. Yeah, <laughs> I'm happy to admit that. <laughs> but I am looking forward to seeing what they can do with an action RPG shooter, yes. like a first-person action RPG. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I'm I'm really excited to see what they're, they're capable of doing. The story building and world building's really fantastic. So I've got no doubt it'll be the same in this. Yeah. So yeah, again, I, I was also not thinking of this. These uh, IPs, Mask, Vampire Masquerade and Arcanum, uh, kind of also weird IPs to pick them, like because like you said, they didn't like set the world on fire. So usually you want to like, yeah, this is our take on on like Bioshock. Yeah, Bioshock is, is a good one to compare it to because uh, beloved by many. Um, but yeah, it's 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 cool to see, and I I like that they were able to announce it this year because with with the announcement itself, developers like Moore was are able to like at least tease certain things, talk about a little bit about the game, and and yeah, I'm I'm really looking forward to see more from Clockwork. I always want to say Clockwork Orange, like it's so hard. <laughs> um, Marian the Mad in the chat sends in a member chat for being a channel member for one month. Thank you, man. He says, let's smash that like button, guys. Yeah, guys, if uh, that would be absolutely awesome. Uh, if you are here, we have over 70 live viewers already and only 28 likes. So if you could do us a favor and just hit the like button. And if you're new here, of course, uh, we would super appreciate uh considering subscribing um but yeah let's move let's move on to some other games um earlier this week a it seemed like ea is hiring for a third star wars jedi game um the, i mean the game director uh, has previously said already that he hopes to make a trilogy uh, he said asmussen said i always wanted to see this as a trilogy how can we take uh, Cal and the crew to new places beyond what we are doing in the first game? Were his, his thoughts. So he said, we had a pretty decent idea of time frame where we want Survivor to take place, um, what stakes we were going to be, what the tone of the game was going to be, what Cal is going to be up against, and how the crew was going to factor into that. And there are ideas of what we could do beyond all of that. And so some job listings uh, over at EA suggest that they are already hiring for, for the third game. So, Luke, would you be excited for a third one? And did you play Jedi? Survivor? 
yes, I would and wouldn't, I guess, because I uh, unfortunately uh, bought the PC version Ooh. of uh, Jedi Survivor. <laughs> um, so I haven't, yeah, I've only played like a couple of hours of that game because the issues are just still terrible i mean they've basically not not fixed it uh which is which is pretty appalling to be honest um it it just runs like garbage still um just stutters everywhere all the time i don't know have, um, have they not fixed it because the console version actually runs great now yeah no they've they've not fixed it they have done some patches um but uh it um it hasn't actually fixed it. It has made it somewhat better, but not by very much. Um, and they've, they're basically kind of just radio silence, you know, on things like Steam pages, etc. You know, they're not really yeah. responding to say that, yeah, you know, we're, we are still on it. Um, so I, I don't know if they're actually going to ever fix the issues, uh, which is terrible you know i think that's just appalling so that makes me not excited really that much for a third game what i've played of survivor i really enjoyed i can see i probably really enjoy playing through it but i'm i'm just i'm just not going to play through it when the when the issues are, are, are this bad um on yeah. pc i know that the console versions are a lot better or somewhat better now which is great so but um I think it still has performance issues across the board um, to varying degrees, you know, obviously the PC being being the worst. Yeah. Um, and if I can't get good performance out of it with the rig I have, then I, I don't know what people are going to do with, you know, lower rigs. Um, it m must just be unplayable because, unfortunately, the nature of stuttering is it doesn't matter. It's hardware agnos agnostic, effectively. It doesn't really matter what you're yeah. running. You, you You get them anyway. Um, so yeah, uh, I'd be excited to see it from a kind of, you know, I really like the series and it would be on UE5. I'm sure it would look amazing. Survival looks amazing, yeah. but, um, I'm really burnt by the experience of, uh, of the PC port of the, the second game. So can't blame you there. Can't blame you there. Although, like you said, the game actually is really good. I finished it on console. Yeah. Um, I had a blast. Honestly, it's up there for me. In the, when, when we talk about Game of the Year, I mean, sure, Diablo right now, but um, Star uh, Wars uh, Jedi Survivor was absolutely fantastic. I loved it, but I do get your point. Um, when it came out, performance on console was also not really good, especially not in performance mode, which sucks, <laughs> you know. Um, but... The last patches they did um, made it not perfect, but definitely playable. So, Dutch, what do you think? Uh, do we need a third survivor? I know you haven't even finished this, the second one. I'm, I'm all for more single-player narrative Star Wars games. I mean, outside of the performance, the game itself and the story is, is fantastic. So, um, absolutely. Uh, give me another one. Just make sure it performs better. <laughs> so that's all we request. It doesn't have to be like the, in terms of the story and the world building and what they've actually done in the game. It's a great upgrade, but the the performance that comes along with it needs to be better. I appreciate that for specifically for the performance mode. It's just not good enough, and people really don't want to be on thirty frames these days. 
as much as I can cope with it, and that's a, a stable mode and it's fine, the performance mode isn't good enough, and that's yeah. what people want to play. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, so we shall see. Uh, I don't expect the, uh, the, the third game uh, to come anytime soon, so it'll be a while it'll, uh, before we see something and hear something from that. But yeah, guys, let's let's get into the into the main choose of this week. Um, there's so much we need to discuss, so we, we try to to break it down. So earlier this week, of course, um, it was announced uh, that Judge Cawley uh, denied um, the the FTC uh, the, their case. So um, basically, uh, the FTC lost to Microsoft. And um, a lot, a lot of different statements came out of that. Of course, Phil Spencer directly took it to Twitter. Uh, he said, "We are grateful to the court for swiftly deciding in our favor. The evidence showed the Activision Blizzard deal is good for the industry, and the FTC's claiming claims about console switching, multi-game subscription services, and cloud don't reflect the real." realities of the gaming market since we first announced this deal our commitment to bring to bring more games to more people on more devices has only grown we've signed multiple agreements to make activision blizzard games xbox first party games and game pass available to more players than there are today we know that that players around the world have been watching this case closely and i'm proud of our efforts to expand player access and choice throughout this journey the um brad smith Smith um, has also uh, put out, of course, a statement. Um, he said, after today's court decision in the US, our focus now turns back to the UK. We, while we ultimately disagree with the CMA's concern, we are considering how the transaction might be modified in order to address those concerns in a way that is acceptable to the CMA. In order to prioritize work on the, these proposals, Microsoft and Activision have agreed with the CMA that a stay of the litigation in the UK would be a, the public uh, would be in in the public interest, and the parties have made a joint submission to the Competition Appeal Tribunal to this effect. A lot of other things have been said as well. So, uh, and then. Uh, actually, for me, it was earlier today. I think it was yesterday for the for the folks in US. Um, in the US, um, the FTC actually wants to appeal the decision of the of the judge. So, guys, any surprises about this uh, this 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 decision by the by the court in the US? Um, did we expect it? Luke, what do you think? Being a lawyer, of course, not in, in the US, but <laughs> in the UK, what, what did you make of the findings from the from that court statement uh, in the UK? Yeah, uh, I, I wasn't, I mean, I didn't, um, I didn't listen uh, that much uh, to the to the proceedings that were going on, um, which were all live broadcast effectively. Um, but the bits that I did listen to, particularly in the last, I listened to quite a lot of the last day, and then a, a bit before that, um, it it doesn't, it didn't really surprise me that the judge came to the conclusion that she did, because um, I think you know the the difficulty in the US if, if you're uh, the FTC is that you the the standard of review effectively for these injunctions yeah. is you know. Is it, is it likely you're going to have um, 
and this is really kind of broadly i'm not i'm not a us lawyer but ba basically the the evaluation is what kind of case will you have right in front of an actual administrative judge within the ftc or beyond that a federal judge and once it gets to that stage you're dealing with like so many variables and the ftc's case was really not well argued at all uh, predominantly, I think, because they focused on on the the console SLC that they'd identified, which no other regulator yeah. even even considers remotely uh, plausible now, and it's a really hard one to be able to defend. Um, I'm not saying they would have won if they'd solely focused on the cloud, but it seems to me a, bit, a much you know it's a it wasn't was really a topic during during the FTC trial. Cloud was barely mentioned. Yeah, yeah it, yeah, it was kind of just a, an ancillary, a colliery to the console stuff. Um, so I, I didn't, I didn't think that it was um, really that well argued. So, um, and as I say, not that I think that the cloud stuff would have won them, you know, the case, but it would have been a better route for them to go, surely. So, um, so yeah, I, I wasn't surprised. I was a bit cautious because always, you know, you never know how a single judge is going to actually come to yeah. a determination. I think most people will like that because you just you just cannot know that. Um, but in the end, didn't surprise me. Um, so um, you know, it's it's a really big win for Microsoft. Obviously, FTC are now appealing. But yeah. I, I really don't think they'll get anywhere with that at all. <laughs> um, it's very, very difficult in the US yeah. um, to get anywhere with that sort of stuff. Um, so, so yeah, so it's a big, it's a big hurdle down for Microsoft, and I guess the next week ish, maybe less than that, is going to be really, really interesting to see what happens. Like really interesting. So, um, yeah, yeah, we will talk about what happens or could happen in the UK in a second, but I, I do agree. I think. Uh, a lot of people here in the chat, of course, and also out on social, I've seen everyone was like, yeah, the, 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 the case was really not well presented by the FTC. A lot of their arguments didn't make sense or were so obviously wrong um, uh, that even even the non-lawyers <laughs> could, could tell, okay, this is, this is really not a good argument uh, for them. And with the appeal, this is so weird because... What, what would you appeal against? What You would have to bring up new arguments. This is, um, but what what, else, what what has changed? What has changed? Uh, what, what could you actually We know that the, the argument that they're apparently going for based on today's grilling of Lena Khan is that they've made a legal mistake in there or legal wording was incorrect, but it's, it's not. It's <laughs> like they're saying the judge made a legal, legal wording mistake in, in there, but it isn't. Um, okay. Essentially, they're saying because because the judge said it it may or may not harm. They're saying no, that has to harm or something like that. But no, the, the legal precedent means that it, it's not a case of it. She she basically said um, that you have to show definitive proof that it will harm mm. um, consumers um, and competitors and competition. Um, but you haven't done that, and they they're trying to argue that the the law is it may harm. Um, but then the judge, of course, has already stated in, in previous cases, in that particular circumstance, if it was a case of just showing it may harm, then every transaction under the sun will be blocked. Yeah. So you've got you can't you can't use that word literally. 
<laughs> you can't you can't use me literally otherwise you can literally block so, and, and that's the, that's, a, that's the 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 ground on which they'd want to appeal i mean it's so obvious that they simply want to stall it because we we all know that that line is coming up yeah july 18th that's tuesday next week on wednesday tuesday tuesday next week uh uh, after that uh, abk could walk away from the deal and uh, they would have to renegotiate the price so that's kind of the kind of a deadline for them and it's so obvious that that this appeal is, is simply trying them uh, stalling the, the entire thing yeah um but that that something is wrong with the ftc i think became really obvious today during the the hearing um uh with lena khan i mean people in the chat are always saying yeah she's getting roasted today so uh we've all watched hopefully a couple of those little videos that have been shared across twitter and uh everywhere else um so it turns out that Lena Khan apparently d- does not even have a lawyer's license. So she's running the FTC and um, when directly asked about the appeal, she blamed it on her staff like it was a staff recommendation. Um, then uh, uh, the guy in the in the tribunal simply said, hey, but you are, you are the head. You are responsible for what what happens at the very end uh don't blame it on your on on your employees yeah um so look did you see anything of of this um uh with with lena khan and what what did you make of this um i saw i saw some tiny bits like twitter clips and stuff yeah. i'm not i'm not a big fan of watching stuff like that because with all due respect to the us it's so partisan like, mm. it's basically a bunch of, like, say what you will about the FTC and Lena Khan, et cetera. Those kind of scenarios are effectively Republican, you know, docking stations to, to have a go at a Biden-appointed, you know, FTC leader. So mm. naturally, they're going to be super critical and, and really go for it. Um, I don't I don't think, to me, like, it didn't seem to, like, glean a lot of information because I think... I think most people could say that the way that the FTC is being run isn't isn't particularly great because it's quite agenda driven rather than fact driven. Um, it's quite driven by ideology mostly, yeah. um, and that's not necessarily an ideology that is commensurate with um, benefiting consumers in the end. And I think people can say that and say, well, I don't think Lena Khan is maybe you know maybe the the track she needs to take is should be should be different. Uh, but I, I don't like congressional hearings because they're just they're just so partisan. Um, it it just yeah, it just it kind of stinks. And it you know it you get this weird pile on of of people kind of adding to that fire. And I just don't think that's necessary. I think clearly the FTC needs to be um, looked at somewhat as to whether the you know the they align really with the tasks that they're supposed to do. But naturally, I think that changes from from. Um, incumbent government to incumbent government doesn't it so um yeah um yeah th- th- those are my thoughts on it anyway yeah okay. I-, I see where you're coming from i definitely see where you're coming from um we don't have those kind of hearings here in germany so it's like when, when i watch yeah, that it's always yeah. like okay that's that's something american but on the other hand like yeah, yeah. what i 
the little clips that I have seen, I haven't watched the entire thing. I don't know whether it's actually uh, available, the entire thing, but a lot of clips have been posted on Twitter. I've been watching those earlier. Uh, and I, what, it was what live I do, on YouTube. It was, it was live the on entire YouTube. Thing. Wow. I was watching our okay. work. Yeah, it was on CNBC. See, and what, what I do like about it is like sometimes when, when, when politicians get criticized here, and uh, they have to like justify their actions and stuff. It's always like not not with these presented with these simple terms. You know, it's always behind closed doors, and you only get statements from lawyers. And 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 what I liked uh, do did like about this is like okay, so like the the obvious questions like are you wasting tax uh, uh, payers money? Um, yeah, I. Are you agenda-driven? Uh, do you take on cases where you actually think you might lose them? Uh, and and it's like, at least it, it is made public. We don't have that here in Germany. So uh, I, do, I, do, I do gotta give them that. Um, it, it is it's very transparent, at least. Um, that, what did you think of this, this hearing of Lena Khan here today? Oof. <laughs> it wasn't just... <laughs> It wasn't just one thing. She had a pile on on a number of topics. Obviously, the the most recent case, and which is why they're bringing it up. The most recent case is is the Activision Blizzard merger, um, and it's probably and it one bringing, of the biggest she's ever done. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but it was it was just a case of, and again, they're bringing up the fact that if, with uh, for large um, tech mergers, she's lost all four cases she's attempted to take to. Yeah um to to court um and even now has an ongoing case with another company um, regarding a um cancer kind of treatment um mm -hmm. product that they bring into the market for the first time where there isn't a market that they're saying is anti-competitive and they were kind of arguing with us saying listen there isn't even a market to be competitive in well, you can't yeah yeah, <laughs> that's Ill Illumina Grail, I think yeah. you're referring to. But the the EU have just levied a, an absolutely gigantic fine on Illumina uh, yeah, for, for closing over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. nearly it, half yeah. a billion euros. So uh, this they're, they're kind of in lockstep. The uh, the FTC and the EU on that one. Yeah, yeah, it's um, it is mad, um, but. Again, they, I don't think any, any of those understand it. And, and again, it's something that they're competing against. Now, the, the big kind of bit that's eluded people at the end of it, though, is that um, there is a bill being passed to actually end up reducing, and I put the little clip of it there, um, reducing the fund, um, the FTC funding, by 25% instead of the requested increase of 37%. Um, and they expect that is going to be passed. So yeah. the FTC funding, based on today's lack of of evidence or documents provided to Congress, um, is actually getting a reduction, essentially. The, the, the new coming into this, that if she didn't provide documentation that they'd requested prior to coming in today, that they would likely end up reducing the the expenditure of the FTC, and that looks like what they're doing by twenty five percent. So it's not been a good day for her. Um, but it was just it was just on all angles. And again, I know the, the EU and and the UK etc. The EU were absolutely fine with the the remedies provided by by um, Microsoft. Microsoft. Yeah, yeah, and Microsoft. Um, 
the UK of temporarily paused, and we'll get into that in a bit in order to discuss structural changes, um, not remedies, structural changes to the deal that may pass it, and we'll discuss that in a bit as well. Um, but the FTC, they just the the entire case that they presented, followed by the the grilling that she got today. And the, the 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 method in which they're trying to fight this case in in court, the the grounds are completely yeah. way off kilt. Like the, the, there was zero evidence provided anyway. We knew the way it was going, but again, we all had a little step of caution. Say you just never know, you just never know which way they're going to go. However, based on what we heard, you would think there is absolutely no way that this isn't going to get denied. Because what was presented was flawed, a flawed system. Essentially, they said, they said, "Okay, well, it's twenty percent. Where are you getting that figure from? Yeah. Oh, well, it's it's the model. Yeah, but where's the model based on? What is that based from? Where are you getting this twenty percent? Well, well, and he couldn't explain the model that he was using to get that twenty percent mark. And even then, the judge went, even if I reduced that to seventeen seventeen point five percent, it would still not give Microsoft." an advantage or a reason to to withhold the the call of duty from the console yeah it still would because it would financially the the financial difference on what they would lose um on xbox versus what sorry what what sony would lose versus what microsoft would gain isn't there like the financial benefit isn't there for them to do that so there's a flaw The, the again as you mentioned the cloud argument was nigh on non-existent. They didn't touch it, mm. and that is the that is the the market in which can be argued about because console there isn't a console harm. There yeah. is nothing to state that would be console harm. It's not a big enough swing of of users that would go over should games be made exclusive. So I the mean, only even, even the CMA the the only authority that actually really hard blocked the deal, yeah. Didn't see console as a uh, well. They did originally, but that's argument. only because they made a yeah, mistake. Yeah. yeah, they made a mistake. Well, I would say a mistake. I think it intentionally mis- skewed the figures. I think personally, um, and when pulled up on it, because they know if they if they did end up going to cat and that mistake was still there, it would have automatically been requested mm. to be um, reanalyzed. Yeah. Um, and I think even even saying that, um, if uh, I think regardless, I know there's there's been further progressions on this. There will be movement before the twenty fourth because that's when the cat hearing would have been or will be. Um, and if it isn't agreed upon for some form of restructuring by that point, then it will still go to cat. Um, See, I'm I'm not sure. I know you. You've been saying this this entire week to me, mm-hmm. but I I don't think so, man. Have you seen that earlier today? It was announced that um, the Activision Blizzard stock is taken down of of uh, Nasdaq. Oh yeah, yeah, that's them produced. That's getting them ready to close. But it doesn't exactly. mean that they won't be heavily heavily penalized in the UK if they do so over the top of a, an IO. Yeah, it also wasn't um, it wasn't their stock. I think there's some weird headlines going around misinterpreting what happened, but they haven't been delisted from NASDAQ. They've been taken out of the NASDAQ 100 index, which is an index that tracks, that's made by NASDAQ that tracks 
a hundred companies in NASDAQ, you can get an ETF, invest money into it, and then it'll track the index depending on how those hundred companies do and how that's aggregated. So that's what they've been taken out of. Um, the, their shares will only be delisted from NASDAQ following completion of the merger. Okay. Um, so, but it is, it is still like, it's still weird timing because it clo- the, they get delisted the day, well, the day before the 18th, which so happens to be the day, uh, after the, the temporary restraining order yeah. lifts. Um, but it's it's difficult to read into that how much of that is premeditated because I don't know whether Activision planned that well in advance because they expect it to close by then and they're just going through with it now. Whether it's more indicative of an attempt to close very shortly, very imminently. Um, so yeah, I, I don't know, but I, but I do agree with Dutch that something has to happen with the CMA here. Yeah, like that that is the final piece of the puzzle, and it's really. I just have no idea what is going to happen, like what's going on, because I kind of flip between, well, maybe they've got something worked out and then flip between, well, maybe they're not actually even trying to do that. They're trying to, you know, that it's going to take more time basically than, than the 18th, which by the way, I think it's, as you might have mentioned, the 18th is not a hard, it's not what's called a, a drop dead rate or a, a drop dead provision or a, a long stop, which means that the deal terminates automatically if you don't do X by that time. The The 18th day is the date by which after that, if the deal hasn't completed, then a party like Activision can unilaterally terminate the agreement just by notice. They can yeah. just say we're out, give us our three billion. But I don't, like I can't see them putting themselves in a position given where they are at the moment where there's there's just there's one hurdle, right? There's a final hurdle. It's a difficult one, but there's a final hurdle with the CMA and CAT. Um I don't see ABK saying, well, if we don't close by the 18th, we're just going to terminate because it wouldn't seem to me that's really in the best interest of their shareholders. Um, They could keep going for a bit or they could extend like, so I don't, there's all these kind of considerations going on and I don't, I don't know exactly what's up. Like nobody knows because we're not Microsoft or ABK or the CMA or anything. Like we just don't have any insight into it. So that's why it's really interesting. Actually, this, this bit of it is, is really, really interesting, but it, it, yeah, I can't see Microsoft closing over that order because multiple reasons. One, they've just, they've just agreed with the CMA to pause the cap proceedings to try Mm. and work something out, to try and work a deal restructure out. And so the CMA have said, yeah, that's fine. We'll have to reevaluate kind of the case if you do that, but fine, we'll agree. Do you not think it's the other way around, Luke, based on what's happened with the FTC? Do you not think the, uh, the CMA have reached out to Microsoft Activision Blizzard and said, let's renegotiate something? I, I don't know. Like, I mean, this is the thing. I, d- I don't know. that the It was, it was go- awfully too on the money from where the FTC it, decision was. Yeah, it, it, was quite, it was quite close timing-wise, wasn't it? Um, yeah. But I, 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 don't, I don't know. I mean, you, you know, nobody said either way from Microsoft or the CMA who who instigated that. Who initiated, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, like, it's it's really hard to, to know. But, um, like, I don't... Yes. Yeah, so, so, but in any case, um, the the order is still in place. The CMA can't. Um, they won't 
revoke the order until they've determined the reference, which is when they've made the final order, right? And then the final order replaces the uh, the interim one. That's mm. not due until the end of the month. Um, and they kind of were quite bullish yesterday, the CMA, after Microsoft's initial, initial statement being like, well, the final report still stands. So... Uh, and our decision still stands. So, um, I like I just I just don't know. Like, I mean, it's uh, it's really <laughs> wild. But yeah, but I don't think Microsoft are going to close over that order. I think something has to happen there because otherwise, like I said, they've they've just you know whoever's instigated it, they've come to a conclusion that they want to stay the litigation proceedings. Cool. They're now yeah. uh, you know supposedly negotiating in good faith to try and come to some arrangement. If Microsoft were to close over, that's incredibly bad faith. Right now, I don't know if the CMA are using it as a delay tactic of their own, but I don't think Microsoft want to be seen as, um, you know, operating in bad faith throughout that process. Yeah. Yeah. And obviously, the the bigger one is that the the breaching that order um, brings a, a heavy fine, uh, and and potentially the CMA uh, going to court themselves to get an injunction. Funnily enough, um, so. Um, then they'd have another piece of litigation on their hands, Microsoft. So I, I just like I don't, I don't know, I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, that's that's why I can't see it. But something, yeah. something has to give somewhere. Like either it's either they're going to work something out, maybe, and close soon, or the CMA won't budge and they'll just take it to cat and they'll just continue on until they get some conclusion there or something in between those. I've no idea. I mean, the cat tribunal is on. I think for twenty. 20- Fourth, right? Yep. Something um, like that. Yeah. Something like that. How fast would we get a decision after that? So, is it really like the the one day or or, or whatever, however long it is, um, and and then they get the decision as soon as, like like with the FTC case, like it was three days, work days. No, no, you would. I mean. I guess it depends on how expedited Cat can deliver it, but I mean, typically, it would be about a month. Hmm. I think we have what we have seen as well, though, is is because of prior to the FTC going for this PI, or at least when the PI was um, kind of, at least that's what they were stipulating they were going for. Um, then we saw the CMA apply for essentially a, a delay in the in the cap yeah. proceeding, mm-hmm. which was denied, and the judge kind of accused the CMA of of delay tactics on that front. Yeah. Kind of no, no. You've already held this case up for long enough. It shouldn't have been took this long in the first place. Um, we'll proceed on the the exact date. I I can't see the the that same judge <laughs> wanting to delay this any further either. I think Cat will absolutely want to get this done asap. Um, yeah, the, the the problem is, I guess that because they've now agreed to a stay in proceedings. Yeah. That will probably delay the start of the cat case because mm-hmm. they're probably going to stop. They'll cease work on actually the hearing stuff or kind of put that on the back burner to some extent and then focus on the cat stuff. So they may move the hearing. I don't know if it'll move it a lot, but it might move yeah, it a few days or a week or something. Mm-hmm. Like, but because yeah. we don't know, this is the problem of all of this. We don't know what they're doing behind the scenes and exactly how long that will take to to work through to a point where the CMA either go, uh, yes, that's fine, we're going to let you close, 
or go, actually, no, we're not happy with whatever you propose restructuring of the deal you've come up with. So let's, we're going to have to consume to cat. Like we don't know where that is and we don't know the motivation of Microsoft within that period as to what they want to do. Uh, that's why it's all really difficult to to guess or estimate what's what's going to happen next. Do you think, in, in in my feeling as well, with regards to what the restructure would be, and we kind of mentioned this yesterday on there, the the cloud is is the market that they're concerned about. This nascent cloud market that makes yeah. up two to ten thousand users in the UK, a very very insignificant portion of the UK user base. Um, do you think there, there could be a, a, a section there where Microsoft say, "Listen, we'll we'll restructure the deal so that the cloud portion of this aspect is not um, in the UK"? Um, do you think that would be potentially something that we'd look at, where they say, "Okay, then we exclude the cloud portion of this transaction for the UK market in order to get yep. this." I mean, uh, on paper, like, yes, that could be something. I mean, let's ignore, like, the practical elements of how that would work. Like, in terms it would only, of and again, it would specifically only affect Activision the, Blizzard game on the cloud. Yeah, in, in the UK, Not on yeah. Game Pass or anything like that. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. users would still get access to the content, just not via xCloud. Just not, yeah, yeah. Um, so, I like, on paper, yes, but the, the problem is that, the CMA effect, like that, that's still a behavioral remedy. Mm. It's not a divestiture. And the CMA just rejected that in their final report entirely as in behavioral remedies, contractual stuff, um, self-serving party behavior. So that's where I'm like, I don't, I don't know if that, if that's even like, because surely Microsoft, they've got a lot of smart people on this, right? So surely their attempt isn't to go, well, you know what? we know that the CMA hate behavioral remedies, but let's craft a new one for them. Um, because I just I can't see that going anywhere because the CMA seems to be stuck to, you know, their decision, which rejects yeah. anything like that. So whilst on paper, I think that would, would potentially work. Um, yeah. it's not, it's not on me, um, as to whether they, you know, whether the CMA will accept it. So I don't, I don't, I don't know. But it's hard, it's hard you... to know what the, what what this a structural if that if that's yeah, classed the, as remedial if that's classed as that what would what would be classed as structural that would get this through we saw this, premature this is, reports that a, mm. a minor structural um, divestiture had been agreed and uh, I said immediately that wasn't the case and someone yeah. from CNBC in America isn't going to know that information within yeah. the first it was hour. debunked <laughs> as well by CNBC yeah they came back and said. Um, that something had been offered, but they had no idea if the CMA had accepted it, which <laughs> was against what they said before, where they're like, yeah, the CMA have, have agreed. And they were like, actually, sorry, no, we got that wrong. Um, yeah, <laughs> I, I've been trying to figure out, like I've been really thinking over the last day, I'm like, okay, based on what Microsoft has said and the statements they've made, what is, what is the thing? They must, they must have something they think is a winner. With that this, isn't going right? to damage users. Yeah, that isn't going to damage users and that's going to satisfy the CMA. And that has to be somewhat, you know, it has to have a restructure of the deal to some extent, you know, just for the UK. Um, but I don't, I don't know what that is. Like, I've got, yeah. I've got no idea. Like, I, I'm literally there. Like, I, I've got no idea what that is. Um, yeah. And the other, the other thing is that if they do restructure the deal, they, 
because I've been thinking about this as well, they can't just ad hoc change terms like that. So they would need to agree the deal and then, but you, and then obviously present that to the CMA, but they're not going to, they're not going to sign the, like a deal to do all this restructuring with ABK, um, just on the, you know, on the hope that the CMA go, yeah, that's, that seems good. So I think what they're doing is coming up with a kind of long document led proposal being like, this is exactly what we will do to this deal. You know, this is how we'll try and, uh, you know, do something to, to make you like this. Uh, and then we'll present it to you. And then if you reevaluate and have a look and agree, then we'll sign it and we'll close it, you know, whenever you issue the, the, the order, um, whenever you issue your, your revised final report. But uh, like, I, I don't know. I don't know if anybody else has any ideas about what this, this deal restructure is because it just, I don't know what the, like I've thought about all the options, but the CMA don't like any of them. So, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. So, when, when the, the timing of this entire uh, CMA, like, renegotiation kind of deal um, was so odd to me, right after the decision was made by Judge Cawley yeah. in, uh, in the US. And so I was thinking, but I'm not sure if this kind of works in the legal system in the UK. Um But I'm sure you do. <laughs> um, is like, can you can has Microsoft actually the 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 chance to take the 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 CMA's decision also to a court? And is like so that another independent judge in the UK can look? Okay, no, this is not this decision is not okay. I know they have to go through CAT. Let's see, see, but they, they don't make the decision yes or no for the deal. They just make the deal. Okay. We have to, yeah. they have to re evaluate that. Can you actually take yeah. it to court? Because it, it sounded to me as being the simple man I am um, like, okay, CMA might be afraid that if an independent judge looks at this, um, They, they would come to the same conclusion like in the US and that's why they're willing to re-evaluate that decision and now the only thing Microsoft needs to do is make the CMA not lose their face you know what I mean yeah, it, it, yeah. would something like that be possible in the UK no it, it's not it's not possible in the UK because there's a set statutory procedure for antitrust for mergers and and the way that you appeal is through a cat so um, you can eventually take it to court if you fail at the cat appeal and then cat give you permission to appeal to the court of appeal, which is a separate court. Um, but they, they only do that on points of law. So it has to be something like it's even stricter than cat's analysis, right? It has to be something really wrong with some element of the law that the CMA have applied. Okay. For you to even get there so no they can't i mean that's why that's why and i said months ago last year i was like i don't think anybody really needs to worry about the ftc case because ultimately the ftc don't have any teeth as an antitrust regulator against yeah. mergers because you can just go actually we're just gonna you know all right take us to court for an injunction and then a judge literally sits there and thinks and goes well What do I think about the merger? Do I think it's anti-competitive? And if they say no, as we've seen, they just go, well, sorry, FTC, off you yeah. go. In the UK, the route is, and this is why the CMA is a really difficult regulator, um, the route is very narrow. 
and it's very difficult. So yeah, I don't, um, yeah, there's no, there's no way for them to, to get around that in that way. Okay. Okay. So they would really like to have, have to have a, or restructure the deal in a certain way so that the, the CMA basically has to reevaluate the entire thing. Um, yeah. It, it seems to me that Microsoft is, well, I want to say, I don't want to say hurry, but I don't, <laughs> I lack of a better word <laughs> to actually close that deal. And who can blame them? I mean, it's been going on for one and a half years now. Yeah. yeah. Um, is this actually a factor in, in the, in all these, uh, cat hearings then and, and uh, the second investigation of, of the CMA? I mean, this waiting on this deal costs a business a lot of money. Yeah, I mean, you can basically also, if it wouldn't be Microsoft, they, who, they, they, I mean, they basically have endless, more or less endless money, but uh, other companies would simply give up for the matter of the fact that they wouldn't be able mm. to afford it anymore. Um, is, is something like that factored in, 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 in all these decision-making processes? In terms of, how do you mean, in terms of, um, so is it, is it basically, my question ultimately is, okay, how fast after CAT can we expect like CMA looking at this, making a new decision? And, and get I see. Yeah. Um, the, the answer is it's not, it's not a particularly fast process because um, it, it depends on what happens with with cat right if if it goes to cat like if it ends up going there or who knows at this point um if it goes there and cat um you know on one of the grounds that microsoft have advanced under their appeal uh they uh, agree with one of those grounds they uphold one of those grounds or multiple of those grounds and they quash elements of the report that relate to those grounds which could be a little or it could be a lot um then it goes back to the cma uh they'll remit the case and by the way anybody who's telling you that that cut that see the cat can um just make a decision uh on their own uh is talking nonsense so don't listen to that um and then when it goes back to the CMA, they kind of just do a, a fast-tracked phase two reanalysis. Like, and it would depend on again the length of time depends on. I think there is a statutory time period they have to come back. It might be like six weeks. I can't remember off the top of my head to be honest. Um, but it's not like quick. It's not like a couple of days later they'll mm. come back and they'll okay. be like, oh, actually, you know, you know, here's a new report. It takes weeks. So. Um, yeah, and this is the thing. Like, if they do the cat appeal, that look, they'll do the cat appeal. Even if cat, let's say, are really rapid with their their um, their judgment, you know, it's still going to take a few weeks. And then the the CMA element is still going to take a few weeks. So you're looking at probably a couple of months. And at that point, like, do they like what what do they want to do with that? Like, I don't like. I think the problem for Microsoft at the minute is that the balance of power in that merger agreement has shifted from them to Activision. So actually, Activision now hold yeah. many of the cards without formally extending any termination dates. So uh, yeah, it's going to be depending on what Activision want to do at this point. So uh, yeah, I don't know. And how crazy would it be if Bobby Kotick just walks away from the deal? Because we—that's we, something yeah. we learned from the from the FTC 
uh, trial that he himself is seems not like a big fan of of, of this uh, entire yeah, deal. Because he's well, he's going to be forced out. That's why he knows uh, he's going to be forced out. I mean, but he's getting like a good severage package, right? I mean, for with oh, four hundred yeah, yeah. million, I mean, the departure might feel okay. Uh, Dutch, let me get your thoughts in a second, uh, but I need to catch up on the super chat from Dave Ramos, who sends into dollars. Thank you so much, man. He says, the deal will close. Hashtag na 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 na. Hey, hey, goodbye. <laughs> yeah, if we listen to Luke, it might take still a few weeks because um, they're not going to overrule the CMA and just move on with it. And if we w have to wait the formal... Um, Way to go through CAT and then the reevaluation. Uh, we we will still be talking about this uh, by the time I'm 40 Dutch. I, I will be 40 in two weeks. So, <laughs> uh, oh yeah, we'll be going. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, but I interrupted you earlier. So, what what did you want to say, man? Yeah, no, it was um, it was just regards. Um, Bobby Kotick and and he's saying he's he's doing it because his shareholders have requested it. Um, that's why he's doing it now. I don't mm. think he's going to renege on the deal because he's he, he can't afford his shareholders to be absolutely furious with him, which they will be if he does. Um, and as much as people like to think that he would do it and and ignore all of the shareholders, um, which unanimously voted for the deal. Yeah. Um. Is uh, I think is unlikely. Uh, as much as he might not like it personally, he's not going to go against shareholders at all. <laughs> he's not. Yeah. That yeah, would yeah. it would they would they would just end up essentially taking all the shares out and just say okay then f you, goodbye, yeah. and he would lose yeah. a boatload of funding. Not worth it. And he ha he has to as a director as a member of the board he has to act in the best interest of the shareholders. It's a yes. it's a legal duty. So and I think he said as much actually at the FTC. Hearing, yep. he was like well that's what the shareholders want that's the best way of returning uh, value to them so uh, you know i have to i have to do do it even if himself he may not like you know the the merger or what microsoft proposed to do with abk after the merger it's really not not in his control um what is in his control is i guess or the board's control is is what they do about the deal the structure of it you know mm -hmm. the commercial stuff with microsoft um but yeah he's not he's not he's takes a lot of things but he's a very astute clever businessman you know yeah otherwise he wouldn't be in that yeah. position That's... he wouldn't be there yeah <laughs> um so he he's fully aware of his obligations yeah. maybe advised as such yeah yeah i think i think so too um it's, it's just yeah like you said it's weird to see how how the powers will shift um through that so um yeah obviously we, we don't know uh not even luke has an idea what what could be the 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 restructuring of the deals from from microsoft uh that chef do you have any ideas what what they could do <laughs> well i've already stated one but apparently and luke's already corrected me right rightfully so. there and said that uh, that's a behavioral remedy not a structural remedy although you would think taking out cloud which is uh, what they're identifying as a market would be a structural change to the company um but no it's behavioral so okay if you if you're mm. removing that out which apparently they're not happy with i have absolutely no idea what they could do to structurally no, change the company <laughs> in the uk 
Like, what could you structurally do that doesn't harm the consumers in the UK? You could found a new company. You're not, not, you know. They've already got a new company. They've already got one. You create a new company in the UK um, that will take over xCloud in the UK. You could do that, but it's not, that's not divestiture because it's still an operating company of Microsoft. An ABK, yeah. so it's, it's basically. And if it's run independently, still not because if it's a company can't be run independently, where the ultimate shareholder is still Microsoft, mm. because the directors have to run the company in the best interest of the shareholders, and if the shareholders are still Microsoft, then it's not independent. Okay. So they could be board independent in terms of their business and how they conduct xCloud and not have any direct interference from Microsoft. There are there are structural right ways to do that, um, but you can't, ultimately you cannot be independent because you're, you're still a part of the Microsoft group and you still have, uh, you know, shareholder obligations and all that stuff. Yeah. So yeah, that was, that was proposed a while back. Um, and it, it does, on paper, it looks like it could be the solution, but... This is the time, by the way, when, you know, they come out on Monday and or whenever and the CMA go, yeah, we'll agree to that. Yeah, that sounds good. So, yeah. so don't take, you know, don't, don't take my okay. word as gospel, yeah. but just, just working it through in my mind, like it's not, it, I can't see why the CMA would, would go for that unless there are so many layers to it that I can't even comprehend. What and about the political be, aspect, well, it aspect be, of it? I was, uh, going to, I was going to say it's not political, but it could just be as well that there's a lot of posturing publicly, especially in the Verge article where they said we're not going to accept remedies, could just be a lot of posturing because of what they've essentially potentially initiated here, which is to discuss potential remedies or potential changes in order to pass the deal based on the FTC's decision. So it could be a little bit of posturing on their behalf to say, listen, we're not going to discuss X, Y, and Z just to keep the kind of public um, uh, out of the loop in that sense whilst they discuss these potential changes, which could end up being behavioural remedies, i.e., okay, not having cloud in the UK um, and removing that as a, as a market just in the UK so they don't have to monitor it. Essentially, that's what the UK are arguing, is that they don't want to monitor the, the, the contracts that have been offered to cloud partners around the world. They don't want to, they don't want to have to do the legwork and, and monitor that situation which is why they haven't looked at the contracts in the first place. Whereas the European Union, the European Commission, have essentially said, yeah, we're, we're happy to make sure and enforce the contracts that you have presented to us for these cloud um, agreements with these companies. The UK are unwilling to to do that enforcement. They don't want to do it. They just want a clean break. Once the deal is agreed or denied, that is it. They just want, it's agreed, okay, no longer think about it, it's done. We don't want to have to monitor it afterwards. Um, and that's the difference between the, the EU and the UK is the EU are happy to kind of monitor it after the fact and make sure that they are pulled in their end of the bargain. But the UK don't want that. They just want a clean break. They just want the deal done and then not think about it ever again. So I think it could just be posturing. It could just be that they end up coming up with an agreement where they say, okay, well, xCloud is no longer going to be or at least the, the part Act of the UK. Blizzard. Well, yeah, or even Activision Blizzard's involvement in xCloud in the UK will not be there. So they will not get Activision Blizzard content on xCloud in the UK. Um, 
how that might work because again that is then consuming uh harming consumers and then realistically if if they went down the track of <laughs> of that then it is then it is i don't know whether or not it would be cursed anti-competitive or whether or not it would be classed as um harming consumers and then then they say may have got another problem on their hands there so i don't know how they're going to work around it yeah it will be very interesting to see you um and so the the timing of the the um, uh nasdaq thing apparently i don't know i i don't know it's definitely next... it's definitely a prelude to what they're planning to do by tuesday <laughs> i i expect to to hear at least some news by tuesday you know how this is gonna my, continue. my only issue is and i think i think luke would agree on this front i don't think whatever agreements they're discussing at the cma there is absolutely no chance that they're going to have an agreement by Monday. Yeah. I just don't think the turnaround time is that quick. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no. Don't even, if you, even if you're working on it rapidly, I mean, it's just not. Yeah. It's not It's not feasible to get something in place by then. Yeah. And as yeah. I said earlier, it's not even getting it in place. Microsoft won't, and ABK won't want to get it in place. They won't want to sign anything until they've submitted it to the CMA because otherwise then they've signed something that they're, They'd have to amend again if the CMA don't don't like it. So, uh, yeah. So uh, Dutch, you know, boxy. I just don't. I just don't know these days. You know, I just I just don't know what's <laughs> gonna happen. I mean, this is this is the real like. You know, there's been entertaining bits that have happened like throughout this process, but this this and you can always kind of like, you know, if having experience in the stuff, you can always. And I've always tried to do this, like outline. Okay, he is he's like the 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 facts about where this can go and this is what i think might happen but i don't i don't know that um but with this one like this time i legit don't have a clue what is going to happen next like i couldn't if you were to ask me a prediction i you could predict like 20 different things and none of them would have a you know any massive probability over the other because it's really difficult to know like mm. it's just it's um yes yeah, it's, it's mad it's really entertaining but it's mad it definitely is but to, to to me at least the fact that the cma is not directly go taking it to cat and like okay now we are willing to to talk again uh it 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 does seem to me that this is at least uh, a positive step in the right direction um yeah and they are bound to do that. Like if, if the deal changes, which is apparently what's proposed, they're bound to go and look at it again. They have to do that under law mm. because they they've assessed, you know, all, all their reports, their phase one, their phase two, it's all been on the basis of the current deal. Yeah. So when, once that gets changed, they have to, to redo it again. So they, I, I'm sure they're not going into it with absolute bad faith i mean maybe they do like the idea of delaying the cat proceedings because they've tried to do that themselves <laughs> but like i think i think that you know that they, they genuinely will have a look i just don't i think that the bigger question is i don't know what microsoft can offer them i don't know what restructuring yeah. they can do with a deal to get cat on board question yeah so yeah we we shall see we shall see uh i mean yeah at the end i think 
yeah, it's been entertaining for one and a half years now. We all wanted to be over and everyone was like hoping, okay, come on. And it's, it's, it's so close now. It's so close. Uh, some people are really excited about the deal. Others just want it to be over. Um, where do you guys stand on, on, on the, the general deal? Because I've been having a lot of discussions lately on Twitter because, um, I've said that this deal is not for me. I was way more excited about Bethesda because from Bethesda I got like a dozen games that I'm really looking forward to be in the Xbox roster. Yeah, we get Doom, Wolfenstein, all the Bethesda games, uh, studio games like uh, Elder Scrolls, Fallout, now Starfield. We have all these amazing games and from Activision Blizzard, what, what would we actually get? So, What would I get out of the steel personally? Yeah. Call of Duty, we won't get that into Game Pass before 25. Yeah, and I'm not even a big Call of Duty fan. I would play like the five-hour campaign once a year and, and be done with it. So, um, and Blizzard releases a new Diablo every 12 to 15 years. So, yeah, that's cool. Definitely love Diablo. <laughs> no secret here. But um, other than that, the deal is, is, is really not for... For me, I'm not a World of Warcraft player and I don't play on mobile. So, um, but others uh, are really excited uh, for all the legacy tiles. So where do, where do you guys stand on this, uh, uh, Luke? Yeah, I'm not, I've, I'm in the same boat as you, to be honest. Like I'm not, um, I'm kind of indifferent to it because yeah. um, first of all, I'm not like, I don't like, I think there are people on the internet who treat, you know, um, like Xbox and PlayStation and other platforms like football teams, right? Yeah. And they have great attachment to them and they see the, you know, like acquisitions as a bit like, you know, signing Haaland or whatever, you know, yeah. like a big, it's a big win for, for their club. Like, I, I don't really care what the companies do in terms of acquisitions, as long as it doesn't harm me as a consumer in the end, which I don't, by the way, I don't think ABK does. Uh, if anything, it benefits me as a Game Pass Ultimate subscriber. So that that's a cool element of it. But that's does it thing, get me yeah. excited? Does it get me excited that they're going to run ABK? No, because it's not as if ABK are bereft of resources anyway. It's you know they're they're already a massive company um, producing uh, huge budget games. You know, uh, whereas I think as review Bethesda was a bit more exciting because it was like okay, yeah, but they've got you know Tango or um, yeah. Arcane, like what could those mm. studios do with no, you know, much bigger budgets, right? Like that's yes. much more exciting to me as a fan of those studios. Um, this one, yeah, I'm not that interested. I mean, it's cool that if it goes through, you know, Call of Duty will come to Game Pass eventually and Blizzard games, you know, their new games eventually. I love Blizzard, but as you say, they don't really make much. Yes, um, exactly. They take a long time to make a single game um so uh it's yeah I, I, it just doesn't really excite me so i'm not against it by any stretch but it, it's just not exciting like as a as an acquisition um not that i generally find them exciting but i don't see the possibilities and and i think part of that as well just to add and then i'll let dutch speak is that i don't i don't see anytime soon microsoft letting say infinity ward 
make something else. Yeah. Like that I, would be I, hugely exciting. It's the same thing. Exact same thing. So, so people always come at this at this deal and look at this deal. So yeah, but they could bring back this IP or that IP. Yeah. But yeah. realistically, why would Microsoft change that money printing machine that is Call of Duty? Why would they ever do that? So the, yeah. in the ne foreseeable future, for the next three, five years, most certainly not. They will not touch this oiled machine that produces a big Call of Duty every year. And all these studios, they need them to do that in that with that yeah. production quality. Activision di didn't take off Beanox for uh, uh, or put Beanox on 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 uh, a Call of Duty. Just for the sake of it, no, because they need yeah. that. And why would Microsoft change that? It's not going to happen. Yeah. Uh, on the contrary, if they want to bring it to more platforms like the Nintendo Switch, that will take Some up additional. Yeah. Exactly, that yeah. will take up additional resources. So that's not going to happen. I mean, eventually, I could see them like found one or two new studios within the division, and then they will greenlight. I don't know the rem uh, a, a, another StarCraft. I would love that, yeah. Um, but uh, then I would have to wait f f six, seven, eight years until this game comes actually out. Yeah. So within the next decade, within the next decade, I don't expect much to change from that. So uh, or see come out of that out of uh, besides of course Call of Duty. Now there would definitely be some legacy titles that they could bring into Game Pass. But probably I would own most of them already. Like I own like the Tony Hawks and the Crash Bandicoots. Yep. And I own those games already. So if they come to Game Pass, cool. But again, not for me because, yeah, I missed a couple of Call of Duty campaigns. But who who even knows? Who even knows what, what they could... Uh, 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 if they can bring those to Game Pass because, you know, some weird uh, deals with Sony are in place. So, um, yeah, I'm, uh, man, I, I've been saying the exact yeah. same thing. Treyarch and Infinity Ward and Sledgehammer, they, they're not suddenly going to do something else besides Call of Duty. I don't think so. Yeah, no, I, I think you're right. Unless they, unless they form, either form no studios or they really ramp up hiring for those yeah. studios such that they can split out their resources to different projects. Like like, like, like they did with um, Playground, yeah? Playground Exactly, yeah. 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 Second yeah, exactly. team. Something yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Um, but I, as you say, like Playground's easy because it's just one studio and they've, you know, you can say, well, just let's double the hiring yeah. and let's form a new team. But Playground aren't, you know, Playground are taking a good few years to make amazing Forza Horizon games. That's yes. all they're doing at that point. Um, whereas, as you know, ABK is a really efficient vehicle for making Call of Duties as yeah. the way that the company and the organization has been structured. So I can't see that changing anytime. So I'd love it to, but I can't, like, why would they? Yeah. And also Microsoft have to, like, they have to make money off the acquisition. Exactly. They have to 
you know what I mean? Like, it doesn't have to be immediate, but the, the best way for them to do that is to keep making, making Call, Call of Duty, Duty games. Yeah, and, ke- so, and keep Candy Crush alive. And, and keep, yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and get Blizzard to release, a, you know, a game every 15 years or something that's really <laughs> successful. So um, Blizzard maybe will change a bit. I mean, I'd hope so. Like, maybe yeah. they could get them back to some of their classic IP. You know, they're a bit different because um, cool. they take so long to make games. But yeah, yeah. I, I sure... Don't misinterpret myself. I would love for for them to change Call of Duty again. I'm because I'm not a big Call of Duty player. Okay, I sometimes buy the Call of Duties in sale, you know, for twenty thirty bucks just to play the five hour campaign. I do enjoy those. Uh, they have great production quality, no doubt. But that's about it for me with Call of Duty. So I would love love to see them do something else. Um, just don't see it happening. Yeah. Um, and I would love, especially with some of the Blizzard IP, like, again, StarCraft, I would also really love a Warcraft, not a World of Warcraft, you know, Warcraft game. Oh, yeah, Warcraft because, 3, yeah. I have so many fond memories uh, with, um, would love that. Um, I don't, and, and, and even if they do something within Blizzard to bring back some of the those IPs, we're talking here like 2030 earliest so it's kind of hard to get excited for for a timeline like that you know so um that's why i'm a little indifferent about the deal itself the one thing i do have to admit though is that if they join microsoft the the gaming division within microsoft becomes overnight significantly bigger and the stronger, of course, a certain division is within the company, the more headroom they have to make other maneuvers, you know, invest more in technology, invest more in other studios, in maybe even new acquisitions, who knows? It, that will definitely make stuff like that easier. So I do hope that we will see that being the, the most positive thing out of this, that, that the Xbox or the gaming division within Microsoft just gets more importance and 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 easier you know like um uh, 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 uh money to 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 spend in uh, in the industry uh, whether it be on on better games or new engines or whatever you, you you never know i think that's that's an exciting part but i do also see and have heard uh i think it was it was either Chess or, or Randall Thor. One of the two said it, and it just stuck to my head, and it is so, so true. We have seen Microsoft moving over in starting in 2014-15 to also PC. Xbox came to PC, they, they did the ecosystem, they started Play Anywhere, and so on. And the trend ha- ever since has been that their focus shifts over to PC. Their focus now is on PC. It's not on console anymore. We've talked about this so many times here. I, I know a lot of people here in the chat also would agree that that the console gamers feel like second-class citizens. And now, you know, an even bigger business with mobile gaming comes into the gaming division within Microsoft. Who's to say that this is not going to be like one of their new key focus parts. And it most certainly will because they said this deal is about mobile. It's not about Call of Duty. This Call of Duty is good and nice to have, but ultimately they, they want to expand that. Um, so will 
the console gamers, the classic Xbox division, still get the same focus within in Microsoft gaming in Microsoft's gaming division. That is that is a real question to be had. Um, so, and besides that, of course, it will take up a lot of resources within Microsoft to to you know get the shit together that happens over there at Activision Blizzard. We know they have a lot of culture problems, a lot of lawsuits going on against the company. This just takes up resources and energy of of the entire organization. And so, yeah, I'm a little indifferent about this deal. Again, gaming-wise, I'm not getting much out of it. Uh, there's potential, of course, for, for gaming becoming even more important to Microsoft than it has before. That's that's cool, but then there's also the chance that, that they sh- should focus. That's, where, do, where do you stand on this? Man, you've been silent for too long. I know, <laughs> because I won't shut up talking. <laughs> um, I also agree there's not going to be anything anything for the regular consumer out of this transaction for a, for a number of years um, outside of Game Pass things. But I'll be frank, there's nothing there for me that I'm not or I don't already own. I've got Crash Bandicoot, I've got Crash Team Racing, I've got the, the Crash Trilogy, I've got the Spyro Trilogy, I've got the Tony Hawk's remakes. So I've got all those. I've got the, the things that come out of there that would be going into Game Pass Day 1, the Call of Duties and everything. I've, I've got them all. Mm. So nothing that goes into Game Pass makes any difference to me, Day Dot. Because I own them, <laughs> yeah. So it makes no difference. So for those that don't have them, yeah, there'll be like a minor plus for them that haven't got Spyro trilogy and Crash trilogy and and Tony Hawk's Pro Skater and things like that. Great, you'll eventually get those in Game Pass. But in terms of new content outside of Call of Duty, which everybody's going to get forever, um, there's nothing exclusive out of this transaction. That you're going to get for a number of years. It's not even the exclusive part, you know. I I know the the exclusives are important and and they give a platform a certain identity. But but what people are kind of hoping for out of this, what people are hoping for out of this transaction that will benefit them in terms of things that will benefit them outside of Game Pass titles and Call of Duty being in there after 2025 for new games, outside of that new titles new ip or any new games that would be exclusive just for that platform or ecosystem will not be there for another three to four maybe five years um and those are ultimately are what the console gamers or everybody else wants to see out of this transaction um beyond call of duty um on the other side of course then we see things that aren't for us which is what Microsoft originally bought it for, and that is the mobile gaming um, and the mobile section of that. Um, What we will likely see is the mobile app market launch next year following the completion of this. Yeah, Um, That will be, of course, the mobile Game Pass, and it'll have Game Pass games on there, and it'll have things like your Call of Duty mobile and everything that go on to that and all of those type of things. And you'll get, I think you'll get perks for those games that, Kind of, if you're part of Game Pass, you'll get access to perks for these games, like free energy for uh, Candy Crush and stuff like that. Yeah. So, is it called energy? What you buy in? Because my wife plays it, and it, she buys stuff in there. But I'm, I haven't, I've never it's, played it's Candy like Crush, man. Or energy uh, or something. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, all yeah. got similar. All of these blinking 
Candy Crush copycats have all got the same. Disney had one. It was like Toy Story, Toy Story Crush or Pop or something like that. And, you know what they need to do? They need to bring those perks and and things in into Game Pass and finally launch Family Game Pass plan and then yeah. my wife could get those and I, it would actually save me money so that that would be, be something i would ex be excited about my money <laughs> yeah but. yeah yeah but yeah i don't think in terms of uh, for us anytime soon outside of the like you say the the minor additions to game pass like you got with the the bethesda stuff which yeah. again at that time everyone was like yes all bethesda titles are going in there and i was like yeah i've already got them all mm, yeah <laughs> that's so true i mean being, being again an, the an older earliest games over time yeah again the earliest call of duty you will get day one in game pass is the 25 one and it's not even confirmed that's literally just what what the earliest would be possible so and the youngest and the youngest one you'll get is vanguard by the way i i don't i don't know if you've seen the news and i don't like to tell you i told you so but i told you so earlier today the call of duty 424 leaked i don't know if you've seen that because you were of the strong opinion that there won't be a call of duty in 24 and um, are you sure it's not the one that's scheduled to do out this year well uh, there's a title the, that's coming out this year so the 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 leak hang on i want to get it right uh is they that, haven't announced this year yet either. no no yeah they haven't they haven't uh the actor that <laughs> is actually playing uh, uh one of the main characters in the campaign um uh, uh confirmed and it has been removed uh now but he confirmed that he will play in in the main character in Call of Duty 24, and it will be reportedly a, be a new Black Ops game set in Gulf War. So for 24. So, but it's real, right? Where, where is he actually? The announcement of this year's Call of Duty? I don't know. Luke, have you any idea? Nope. No idea. No idea. No idea. I mean, games comes around um, the corner, you know. Yeah, it should be it should be soon, right? Um, I mean, Call of Duty has been on Jeff's stage before. Last year's Call of mm. Duty got its gameplay reveal, but it got it during the the uh, Summer Game Fest show last year. So, but Jeff is hosting the opening night live, so it could be uh, at Gamescom. So it could be could be that. It's weird that we haven't heard anything from from Call of Duty yet. Mm middle of july so yeah um the activision blizzard deal man it would be mighty inconvenient for for call of duty to be announced now though with, with its sony um exclusivity um deals <laughs> in for content and yeah. uh, early access and all of that stuff just like in the middle of an FTC trial. I think it, that Activision should do it just for shits and giggles, to be fair. <laughs> Dude, if, if it were up go. to Lulu, if it, it would be up to Lulu, probably <laughs> she would do exactly <laughs> something like it's that. Highly amusing to see that one play out in court. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you want exclusivity agreements? There's your exclusivity agreements. Have fun. Oh, good <laughs> lord. So... Any any closing statements on the on the FTC ABK CMA, you know, uh, kind of topic, um, Luke? Before yeah, we move on to, to actual game game talk, yeah. Uh, one little minor update to this um, 
the FTC have um, requested in their appeal for um, a, an injunction to prevent them closing it by by uh, the 18th. Okay. Before the appeal has went through. Not, not going to happen. Not, just not going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. As they mentioned, again, and mentioned in Congress, like the appeal is only going to be based on if there was something wrong with the facts provided by the judge, yeah, or what you originally provided, it's not based on new information. As as the CMA have said with regards remedies, it's like we're not doing this based on new information. This is based on everything we already have, and that's exactly what the FTC don't seem to understand. Like you've provided all the facts and the evidence now. What you have to do is provide a reason as to why the the essentially exactly what they're doing with cat. Why you think our judgment is incorrect or is um, not not incorrect per se, but it, why there was a flaw in the judgment? Yeah, and there isn't like everything's factually stated there. She went through it with a fine tooth comb. She even mentioned in some some aspects she agreed with them, but overall, it did not provide, and it was a very not even a slim possibility that they would. Be successful in federal should it go down that route but overall the the transaction would be net positive for consumers not negative yeah and net positive for competition not negative absolutely so i don't see the appeal being granted let alone getting an a further injunction to prevent them they're also stating that the injunction that or at least the injunction that they attempted to put forward was the wrong injunction um granted by the court and that um the injunction um, that they were apparently going into court for was to block the deal, um, and they just wanted a temporary block. And in order, what what they don't seem to understand is either of those would kill a deal, which yeah. is it's irrelevant. It's an irrelevant point. Yeah. No it matter is. which one you go down, it's still a block that you were you were requesting an injunction to temporarily or permanently block the deal. Either of those, it makes no difference which injunction you chose to seek. It was doing the same, it would have the same effect. So uh, the appeal court would, uh, I think, will just rule it out. Yeah. And probably since they felt the injunction for Tuesday, we will hear about that either tomorrow or Monday. So, yeah. If you guys were a betting man, mm -hmm. when do you expect a decision? Either way, yeah uh, when when do you expect this to be over let me put it this way so is it going to be this month by the end of july <laughs> you? yes luke yeah. what about we'll you have some, we'll have something by the end of july i think i think mm. there is obviously and the reason i say end of july i have to say end of july is because much like i think luke agrees the whatever they're discussing with the cma isn't going to be a quick turnaround in terms of legalities documentation that'll be required sign off and uh, everything legally that needs to be put forward and agreed both internally with Activision Blizzard, Microsoft, and then externally with the CMA. Um, that's not something that happens in a weekend. That's going to take a, a matter of weeks to go through. So it's. I would say if, if they are coming to agreement with something, then it would be by the end of the month, in which case that's when it will proceed. Interesting. Luke, what would you say? Uh, 
don't know. Um, I yeah, I I I don't know. There's. there's I suppose you have to preface this as well and do the same. actually want to do a deal, or are they just yeah. stalling? Yeah, that's that's another consideration. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, I I honestly I I couldn't I I, I can't put um like a timeline on it or a, an estimate just because I don't know what Microsoft are aiming for here. Like, I don't know. Um, like, are they, are they going to close by the 18th? Some signs point to, well, they're trying to, and then there's other bits that I'm like, well, I don't see how that's possible unless X, Y, and Z changes. And X, Y, and Z changing is mostly CMA led. And I can't see how they would change those things so quickly, uh, given that, you know, the, the things that are being proposed about deal restructure and the interim order still being in place and all that kind of stuff, right? Yeah. So um, I, yeah, I I don't know is the answer. Um, I think if, if they don't, if they don't close it next week, which I think is still unlikely, but I could be totally wrong on that, um, then probably if they can come to an arrangement with the CMA and the CMA re-review the deal and say that's okay sometime in August maybe, but it's not, I mean, Dutch is right, it's not a quick, it, that, that route is not a quick thing. So um, we'll be in this for a while longer. But at least at that point, I guess you would have a semblance of it's, it's actually drawing to a proper conclusion without any controversial yeah. stuff happening. So... Um, yeah, I. Anybody who tells you they can, uh, you know, keep say effectively when it's going to end is even Nostradamus, or they're lying. So, um, yeah, there's a there's a difference between like confidence and like being like, yeah, it's definitely going to happen, a bit like kind of willing that into existence and actually knowing, and like nobody knows apart from Microsoft and ABK and the CMA at this point. So, yeah, uh, I wish we had someone in there that we could ask because it would be. Yeah, it'd be really interesting. It would be most certainly. I was uh, I was the entire week of the of the belief that they will try to do it before the 18th. Like you said, a lot of things point towards that. But you brought up a lot of great points today that I have not considered. So, yeah, it 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 could definitely be a little longer than that. Uh, again, I ultimately I just want it to be over so that we can talk yeah. about something else. Uh, and it, I wonder what what it will be that will keep like being then the you know big talking point in the gaming community after that. Uh, yeah, games. Games. I sure, I sure hope it will be talking games. Talking about bloody games. Yes, Although exactly. I, I don't know. I've al I've already seen people speculating like, oh, who who do you think Microsoft are going to go after next? And, and it's, it's like, can we? I think even Microsoft are probably tired of acquisitions at this point, even with a <laughs> massive war chest of cash on hand. Like yeah. I think I don't, I can't see them. They'll definitely start acquiring other stuff, but I think they'll give it a rest for a little. <laughs> yeah, probably after the, after the trauma of this one, it, irrespective of which way it goes. Yeah, probably. Uh, so. Yeah, we will probably come back uh, again in the during the community sections at the end of the show, uh, community questions at the end of the show. But let's actually talk about some games because there there have been some announcements this week. Um, one came from. Yeah, can, I, can I can I call out yes. one company for being terrible at announcing a, a new game, and that yeah. is EA. 
Yeah, I, I um, wanted to talk about EA now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. FIFA's announced, well, FIFA, EA Sports FC 24, that entire live stream was such a waste of time. Yeah. My God. I that, was, is, that is not how you do dude, a game announcement. Dude, I think for the very first time, EA would actually have to do some advertisement and marketing around FIFA. They just because now it's not FIFA anymore. It's simply called something else, and you need to let people know. And this kind of stream being the announcement is is not it. You know, this is not how you do it. Uh, and they led it all the way to the end. There was loads of talk, and they had different footballers come on and talked about the the leagues and things that they had in it. Basically, just re repeating the information we knew, which was. They've still got all the licenses. They've still got all the stadiums. They've still got all the leagues. They've still got all the competitions. Yeah. And then at the end, we're like, and the moment you've been waiting for, the official get um the official um, premiere of the gameplay for FIFA twenty four EA Sports FC twenty four, and then it was just another CGI trailer. <laughs> I yeah. was like, what are you doing? <laughs> I was like, oh god. But there was actually a good announcement coming from EA this week. Um, yeah. They announced that a new Black Panther game is in development at a new EA studio called Cliffhanger. It's going to be a single-player game. Um, it's one of several titles that they make uh, in collaboration with Marvel Games. Uh, it's going to be an original story, third-person, single-player. Um they had to say the following. We want our game to enable players to feel what it's like to be worthy of the Black Panther mantle in unique story-driven ways. And we want Cliffhanger Games to empower everyone on our team as we collaborate to bring this amazing world to life. We're still early in development with a long road ahead, but we know the foundation to any great story is to build an experienced team with diverse voices and perspectives. And that's what we want to build, especially with a superhero as important as Black Panther. So, Black Panther game coming. I actually wonder why we haven't gotten one before. It is like such an obvious thing to do. So EA is going to do that. Um, and since they have done some really good single-player games lately, especially with Jedi. Um, technical issues aside, the game itself was awesome. Yeah. Uh, are you guys excited for this? And uh, What do you guys expect? Is this going to be an open-world game? Is this more linear-driven? What, what do you think? Luke, you can go first if you want to. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, I think it'll be... Um... I think it'll probably be something similar to Jedi. I don't know whether it'll have the kind of um, Souls-like slash roguelike elements to it or anything like or Metroidvania-esque stuff, but I yeah. think it will be, you know, it'll be a, a proper action-adventure single-player game, probably with some open-hub stuff. Um, I could I could see that happening. Similar see, like kind of Jedi ripe, Survivor? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's kind of a ripe world for that ripe setting. Mm. Um, but I'm all I'm all for that. The 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 pivot that EA have done the last few years in in going hard into live service and then going actually this isn't like this isn't sustainable. Let's kind of pivot out of that and let's just have a balance of our core franchises which are live service and then these big successful single player games. I think is great. You know they've got Black Panther and uh, Iron Man. Motive are making as well. I'm really excited for that. Yep. 
Um, so the yeah, the Jedi I, I think, trilogy, I think it's cool. and actually they make obviously the 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 Bioware games. You know, yeah, exactly. Dragon yeah, Age yeah, coming uh, back big time. Mass, Mass Effect, Effect, yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe another Dead Space as well. Uh, yeah, either a, a four or a, a remaster of a remake of two because that was successful. Yeah, that reminds me. I wanted to. Buy that in the Steam sale, actually, to be able to play the 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 uh, remake on on my ally. Mm. Nice, yeah. It's it's really the PC port it did have some stutters. I wasn't perfect, but it was it was much better than Jedi Survivor. Mm. Um, it's a it's a really good looking game as well. It's a really really good looking game. Sounds incredible yeah. too. Yeah. Great game. Awesome. Dutch, what do you think of a of a Black Panther game? Mm. <laughs> really? Um, And hey, come on! The world of Wakanda is is isn't it isn't that perfect for like a video game? You know, Black Panther be this being this agile superhero climbing. You know, you could do great things with traversal with the technology in Wakanda. You can also do fancy stuff. There's a lot you could make of this, man. There is. Uh, you'd have to be a Marvel fan for that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a big Marvel fan. I'm like, I was okay with Spidey, but I'm still not the biggest fan of it. So like, this isn't mm. being in the world of Wakanda or Black Panther. wouldn't change my mind on that. So, sometimes I have to wonder why I run a podcast with you, man. <laughs> <laughs> It's always the same. Like I played, uh, I, um, I, I don't mind things like Guardians of the Galaxy because there's a big humor factor around that. And I like the humor. I like the music that goes around with that. And, that was so cool. Um, good. Yeah. I love Guardians. Really good, really good game. Really yeah. Good, really good yeah. game. Um, just in general, but, Yeah, rule of thumb for me is that I just I don't like superhero things, uh, and, and even mm. like watching a lot of the films and stuff. Like I like I kind of like Thor, but again, Thor was a bit silly, which is why I kind of click with it. I've got like silly humor and things like that, and especially uh, and I keep forgetting his name as the um, the guy made of rocks. What's his name again? Oh, Korg. Korg is absolutely yeah. Yeah, it's really like yeah. brilliant. <laughs> Love Cog and he's and he's little, little pet thing that he's got that he thinks is dead halfway through it and then he's oh he's alive. <laughs> yeah. 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 No, that that is brilliant. Love that stuff, but um yeah, the the kind of more serious Marvel stuff just doesn't entertain me at all. Like not not a fan. Hmm. Um but that's just how it is. Not every game's for every person. It's so, so true. It wouldn't bother me either. I am looking forward to Wolverine though. Um, I hope it's a little bit more akin to what we got in the Logan film as opposed to the X-Men film. Yeah. I mean, the they X-Men already film. said that they're aiming for a mature rating, so... Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But in yeah, terms definitely. of what I mean, is like more of a mature story mm. um, as opposed to like an X-Men story. Like Logan's was super yeah. mature in, in its story. Yeah. Um, obviously, this washed mm. up <laughs> Wolverine and he's kind of getting back on it and finding his strength and everything again and um but we kind of see that in the bar he's like sitting there drinking and he's got his vest yeah. on and things like that and yeah so i kind of hope it's more the logan side of things it's a bit more gritty yeah i think than we, it I, is at least i definitely got the vibe from the from the cgi trailer. Yeah, yeah i got that vibe and plus they had blood in it as well yeah. so they were clearly looking more mature but yeah logan would be perfect sort of reference very dark 
you know, Wolverine yeah. film, quite serious tone. Uh, but I think that's what they're going for. I don't think they'll involve too many of the X-Men because, um, you know, I, I think they want it to be about Logan in the same way that, you know, Spider-Man doesn't contain, like, the Avengers or anybody else, you know, the Spider-Man game. It's it's about Spider-Man yeah. and his, his rogues gallery. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so good stuff there, I mean. But I don't think we will see Wolverine 425, honestly. So. With Spider-Man coming this yeah. year, I don't think that Insomniac's going to bring that game out next year. So we might see no, it next they, year, though. Yeah, they are wizards. They do make games really quickly. Yeah, but I think so true. I think with, yeah, I, I'd expect it in 25. Um, because it's not like that they don't have the framework for that game, if that makes any sense. Like, it's not a yeah. ratchet game and it's not Spider-Man that they, you know... Have the sequel to Spider-Man, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. it's it's going to be... Whilst I think, you know, it's going to be a, a game akin to Spider-Man, you know, in terms of core gameplay, obviously not going to be swinging And around, probably the engine and everything, yeah. All of that stuff, yeah. So I think there will... They, it will be, you know, quick um, for... Uh, most of the developers, but maybe a bit slow for Insomniac standards. So yeah, 20, 25, I think, but I think we'll definitely see it next year. Yeah. Let's hope so. Would hope so. So, um, what else? Rem new remake. Uh, 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 remakes are coming. Uh, Need for Speed Most Wanted uh, is coming next year. At least that's what uh, the voice actor Simon uh, ba Bailey, uh, who voiced um, the character, the, the main character in the in the original game, um, and he outed or leaked with that statement um, uh, the, the the game. Uh, would you be up for a Need for Speed remake? I think it, it would be the first, you know, racer remake that we got. We've been getting so many remakes, but never racers. Yeah, I wouldn't. Not a big Need for Speed fan. Uh, They've just, already yeah. the, see Need for Speed Most Wanted, which is the one they're talking about. Yeah, the original was the original was brilliant. They already attempted mm -hmm. to do a remake of Need for Speed Most Wanted, and it was terrible. <laughs> They've already there made. Was, a, there already was one, really. Yeah, yeah. There already was a remake of Most Wanted, and it was terrible. So I don't know why they go back to it and try to redo it again. Like, unless mm. they're literally just going to take the exact same game, which was good, which worked well, added maybe online functionality to it in order to have competitive leaderboards for things like cop chase times, etc. Because obviously, back in the day when Most Wanted originally launched, the only way to kind of compete with your friends was to say, okay, well, how long can you last against the max police? So you'd have, you'd have, and you'd have a timer as to how long you could last against them. So you'd kind of destroy them for as long as you could and last out as long as you can before you get stopped and you'd get a timer to say how long you lasted. And that was the leaderboard that went on there, but it wasn't an online functionality, so you couldn't see yeah. it. You just had to tell your friends, oh, look, yeah. this is my leaderboard. Um, so having that kind of functionality would be good. Um, but in terms of the game itself, it would just need a visual upgrade to bring it into modern day and it would be fine. Mm. See, I don't think really we need it. remakes of of racers. There are just so many racing games out there. Yeah. And I know... We, 
today. We even got the um, the live stream for um, Solar Crown, which is coming out yeah. uh, next year now. Got, de- got a delay, year. yeah, to next year. Yeah. But that's fine. But that's fine. There's, there's so many, like you mentioned, we've already got a bunch of racing games this year. Yeah. We're getting another one before the end of the year. Um, Solar Crown looks cool. I'll, I'll probably try it. See what it's see see if it's, if test drive is returned to its former mm. glory. Um, but uh, but yeah, like you say, there's so many racing games now. Then you've got the dirt franchise. You've got the F1 franchise. You've got Horizon. Yeah, you've got regular motorsport. You've you got know, GT. EA has their have their IPs. Ubisoft have have their racers. Everyone, uh, Sony, play uh, PlayStation and, like, yeah, and Xbox. We recently, uh, a Need for Speed as well. So. Yeah, you know. So I know, I know. Most wanted is is one of the most beloved in in that IP. Mm-hmm. But if you seriously think about it, if you would just port that over to into the into today's standards, modern day standards, I don't know if it would hold up like like good. And even if they upgraded the visuals accordingly, yeah, it is just there's so, so are so many races out there. So I I don't definitely don't need that. I think remakes only make sense when you have like, you know, like this nostalgia and emotional attachment to it, and you simply don't get, or at least I don't get that uh, with, with racing games. Like you do get that with great stories. So, or, but you know, Resident Evil Four remake was fantastic this year. I loved it. Loved it so much, uh, and it, would, it just makes sense to do a remake like that with a game. You know, where it's story driven, where you have a character, where you have like. A, a better attachment and and racers don't, just don't have that yeah they're that's that's yeah that, that's the way i see it but yeah for the, i mean i mean if there's a market for it and people are excited for it uh more power to them man a, a secondary issue they're gonna have as well is relicensing all of the music that was in the original need for speed most and it's a mm. big issue with a lot of games uh yeah and the music i mean even we do have the problems with music on youtube so you Music, it's mm-hmm. just weird. Um, moving on. Oh, Luke, did you want to add something? I, oh no, I, I no. was only going to say the the only the only racing game that um, that I bring back would be like Burnout Free, like mm. remake remake something like that. Um, because those I, I have an attachment to those games, and I think there was a more interesting ones to to bring back um i think a lot of people clamor for them but again you'd have an issue with the music yeah because the music was such a fundamental part of the burnout series so and yeah you have that have that ip so like you know do something yeah and they have criterion so that was the fantastic part about this tony hawk remake that we got a couple of years ago where they remade um one and two and they had all the original yeah. tracks and even added more from that yeah, era great. Uh, that was so good. Really? Must have been a lot of work. Probably just as much work <laughs> than actually yeah, remaking yeah. the game, you know. Um, but yeah. Um, I've been playing a lot of Diablo. I need to bring it back to Diablo, sorry. Uh, and I know a lot of people have been excited about if ABK closes soon, it, it might come to Game Pass and... Uh, Earlier this week, Mike Ibarra came out and um, basically debunked a big rumor because there was an advertisement for um, for Game Pass on a Brazilian payment app 
and this this picture was floating around and then he just came out and shut the rumors down and, and clearly said it's not gonna happen uh so guys yeah i know a lot of people are uh, thinking yeah i just wait on diablo uh but i wouldn't do i wouldn't wait too just long buy just the game buy just the game <laughs> I actually bought it twice, you know, on PC and console. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah I, uh, well, uh, indirectly, I bought it twice because my I bought it for my wife as well. Mm. So we we play together. Um, but like, yeah, you know, like it's a money thing. So I'm not gonna be too harsh on people if if they, you know, it's, yeah, yeah. it's a bit into their budget and stuff. But if if you're sole, if you have the money and you're solely waiting for it to hit again, but just buy it. It's like out of any out of the vast majority of games out there, it's going to give you a really good return on on your money in terms of yeah. time, right? Because it's just so vast and there's always so much content. So just just buy it. Yeah, <laughs> I wouldn't wait. I wouldn't wait. Yeah. Uh, even if even if the deal closes by the eighteenth, uh, I don't think this is one of the games that will come immediately then to Game Pass. Mm. I, I I don't see that happening. Uh, because Blizzard has now been more than once saying, yeah, no, there are no plans to bring it to Game Pass. Um, so I don't think that their monetization model right now for the for the game has has Game Pass in mind. Probably maybe a couple of months after the deal closes, but but not immediately. So just wanted to let everyone know: go get Diablo, join our clan. We have an awesome clan uh, in game. Uh, the world of mix-up um, can find us, and we're always happy to play Diablo together. But, gentlemen, uh, we are almost already more than two hours uh, live, so I wanted to to move over to the community questions, and um, you know the drill. This is the part of the show where you can write in questions each and every Wednesday, either on Twitter, YouTube, Xbox, Discord, wherever you fancy and and drop some questions. And of course, this week, Luke, especially after we, we announced that you are going to join us, a lot of ABK related questions uh, came in. So it could be that some of the questions we already more or less covered. Uh, so in, in that case, I hope our our appreciated listeners uh, will forgive us if we don't discuss it all over again. But um, so, where do, where do we start here? Jonathan Smith writes in: Do you believe Microsoft will have to actively go against their previous strategy of not being hands-on with Activision Blizzard? Uh, in order to get some of those studios to do other projects in Call of Duty, it seems if they don't, they could just be uh, relegated to do more support roles for the moneymaker. I mean, we talked about this, and I wanted to twist this question a little, uh, because we have seen this hands-off approach with uh, with a lot of other acquisitions that they did over the last years. Um and Activision actively needs work uh, a lot of it uh, on the culture side and of things. So, how do you guys expect Microsoft to handle that once the deal closes? Uh, will there be more hands-on with ABK? 
whoever yeah, wants to go first. Think, <laughs> yeah, I think I think they will to some extent in terms of instilling leadership. You know, whether that's maybe some new board members or whoever yeah. else. Um, in terms of trying to address culture, some cultural issues and trying to get that to feed down, but I don't think, uh, you know, as a colliery to the conversation we've had earlier, that they will anytime soon change the the kind of slate of these, you know, studios in terms of what they, you know, Call of Duty and stuff. Mm. Um, maybe they would hive, you know, hive away like Toys for Bob to make them something else. Or I mean, they shouldn't be making Call of Duty for God's sake. But yeah. you know, I, like I don't, I don't know. Um, but I, I can't, I can't see that. So yes and no, I think there will be more hands-on, but maybe not in the ways that people actually want them to be more hands-on in. Yeah, I agree. I totally agree. Um, Dutch, this one goes out to you. The, the prophet 2011 writes in now that Microsoft owns ABK, dude, they are not owning them yet. But I do get what you're saying. <laughs> what legacy mm. titles would you like to see come back? Project, Project Soldier Gotham. Fortune. Pardon me? Soldier of Fortune. Soldier of mm. Fortune. Soldier. He's got that in his list because he's got a list like this. Let me read some of his suggestions. Project yeah. Gotham. Um, Mech Assault. Um, Vigilante 8. Nightmare Creatures. True Crimes. Um and then a gun re reboot, a soldier uh, of fortune, time shift, and pitfall. So he's got quite a wish list. He's, he's got a big list. Mine is literally just soldier, soldier of fortune. fortune. <laughs> <laughs> mm. <laughs> yeah. I feel, for me, it probably is definitely Starcraft and Warcraft. Yeah. Like a real Warcraft, yeah. not the world of Warcraft, you know, real Warcraft. Okay, oh, I, mm. I probably. I'm not making much friends, but uh, you guys know what I mean. <laughs> How about you, Luke? Oh, Hexen, 100%. Yeah. yeah. That's, I mean, that's Phil has been Phil teasing wants. that, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. With well, the T-shirts. In fact, that's like one of the only things that's made me excited. Interview as well where he was like what about the shirt he was like i don't know what you're talking about he's yeah, like, well, yeah, what about? Like, he's like hexen's a game oh, okay okay if phil, <laughs> phil seems like legit serious about doing something with hexen above all else mm -hmm. so if they if they if they if it goes through and if they make a hexen like a proper big budget one um, it doesn't have to be huge budget, but you know, uh, uh, using id tech or something like that, that mm. would just be an incredible. Like that would that would be a dream to have that that come back. Absolutely. You know, a dark fantasy FPS, effectively. I mean, yeah, that would be awesome. That would definitely be cool. Yeah. Um, Twitch streamer writes in. And see, he says, there's only one question, and it's about pineapple. And we are not discussing oh, no, this. this. Not that, that again. Down, down. Yeah, not going to happen. So, nope. um, yeah. Necro Ramos, our good friend Dave Ramos, uh, our necromancer in the clan. Uh, he, he writes in and says, I actually don't uh, know, but is Starfield the first uh, first party title by any console manufacturer to require an SSD. 
there's some irony in here. I don't know if you've guys seen it today. Ratchet and Clank yeah. coming to PC. And uh, you know, the stream game already know this. that runs solely <laughs> off, it doesn't need a CPU, it doesn't need a GPU, it only needs this SSD. Um, you know, uh, yeah, that work. game on PC and apparently does not require an SSD. Um, nope. Simply recommends one. The one, the well, yeah. it, it says it's it says it's needed every level except for the level for the that it says it's level. not needed. Yeah, yeah. but to be fair, that that level is to play at seven twenty p at thirty fps on like the lowest settings. I mean, that must look like some potato farm or something. Yeah, like so. an oil painting. <laughs> Three pixels moving. Like Van Gogh or something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, but um, still, uh, we've been told that there still, are certain mechanics in the game that are simply not possible without an SSD. Mm. Yeah. We know that's not right. We know that's not true. I mean, I love the, the game. Don't get me wrong. I played it day one. Yeah, I loved it. It was yeah. a super fun game. But I, even back in the day, I said there is nothing in that game that I see that really requires an SSD. Um, I, they, they've been mentioning all the time these these portal mechanics, but they have all been scripted. Like there is, yes, yeah. there was not one portal scene in that game where even Psychonauts had them. They had the, they had the portals, yeah. but that immediately transferred you into in between worlds, and those were not scripted. So the the the, the portal scenes, yeah, that that apparently required the SSD, like traveling this fast from one world to the other has always been within, you know, quick time events. And so they've been super scripted. And so I don't see, see a reason why they, and apparently I was right. So. Yep. Yeah. And you'll absolutely, absolutely be able to run that game. at Again, which what most people will be doing is having the, the actual native resolution at 1080. Yeah. And it'll be upscaled to 1440 or 4K, whatever you want to do via DLSS with your ultra settings, with or without ray tracing, and you'll be able to run that off a hard drive if you really want. It just means that you're going to have a little bit of longer loading screens in these scripted segments. Oh, no. Yeah. It doesn't mean it can't run, which we've been saying all along. See, even that, I don't think that you need in these sequences like the loading screens, because if you know what next scene you have to load in you simply have to stream those things in games have been doing that like forever uh, so i don't yeah i don't i don't see it um, but yeah yeah and starfield by the way i is probably not the first party well f- well first party in terms of consoles uh at least they are consistent they require an ssd on pc it might be flight sim might be I don't know whether or not you need a, that, that runs on a hard drive. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure either. Sure. I mean, Star Citizen, I know that this game requires an SSD, not oh, a yeah. first party, no, though. Yeah. 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 Um, there are not many games, though, uh, that on PC that, that really hardly require an SSD, so it's definitely one of the first. first. Um, yeah, you'll, you'll start seeing more. I yeah. think Silent Hill 2 Remake has... Uh, an SSD requirement as well. Okay. Um, yeah, good. Whenever that comes out. So yeah. we need we need PC to move on and and like increase a little bit the, the minimum specs because we've we've been talking about this so many times. Basically the minimums 
specs on PC is what is the lowest common denominator, and that's what games are developed for. So I'm all for it that they move uh, move along and drop maybe even the 1070, 1080 series, you know, as minimum requirements, and, and the SSD should be standard by now. And so when people talk about the Xbox Series S holding stuff back... Just look at the minimum specs of PC and you see what's holding game development back. <clears throat> so, yeah. Um, but gentlemen, I think we can close today's show. Uh, we covered a lot of things. And uh, Luke, it's been an absolute blast to have you on. So thank you so much for taking your time out of your busy day um and come come on here and hang out with us and give us your perspectives and insights uh is it's always super interesting to chat with you not just about abk yeah you know that (laughs) (laughs) yes uh, that's Uh, that's right yeah so thanks again for coming on and and let people know where they can find you man yeah sure again thank you for having me on it's always always a pleasure uh chatting to you both um and you can find me on Twitter at LukeSteel90 and uh, also on the Indie Gamer channel on YouTube if you like indie games. So uh, yeah, come find me there. And I I tend to pop up in different podcasty places. So I'm sure you'll spot me on some other podcast at some point as well. Yeah. So it's always, again, it's it's always a blast. So thanks again for coming on. And if you want to find Luke on Twitter, just click here in the description of the show and, and the link is right there. Um, and Dutch, what have you coming up, man? Um, a nice relaxing weekend and yeah. uh, <laughs> some some gaming. That's what I've got coming up. Um, but yeah, it's been I an awesome like show. Yeah, it's been an awesome show. I'm just I'm just counting down the days to Gamescom now. That's all I'm doing. Yeah, man. I'm I'm that the Gamescom hype is real. Seriously, I'm so so excited. Like. I even, dude, I'm not even kidding. I bought just bought the other day a new backpack just for Gamescom. I was like, nah, I, I need a new one. You know, the 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 one I have is like worn out through all the baby faces I had with my kids, and I was like, no, if I'm going to Gamescom with Dutch, I'm I'm gonna do it right. I sat down. Okay, what do I need? I need a proper power bank. I bought a new power bank as well on off of Prime Day. So I got a new backpack. Yeah. I'm preparing, man. I cannot wait. Yeah, I cannot wait. Yeah. I've got a 10,000 milliamp hour battery pack, so I'm good on that. Um, I have two backpacks to choose from, both travel backpacks with laptop um, packs in them. So yeah, it's it's a choice. I have a choice of, of carry way. <laughs> I don't. I like my wife. Also, she she always makes fun of me. Like I have only two pairs of shoes. You no, know? one for for work and one for everything else. That's that's. Ah oh, well, if you count flip flops, I have one pair of flip flops as well. So, <laughs> <laughs> and that's it. I'm when once they worn out, jam new pair of shoes. I don't need more. I just I'm a very you know. <laughs> I don't need much. I, I, on the other hand, I have like fifteen to twenty pairs of sneaks. So yeah, no, I'm completely the opposite. I wouldn't even have the space for it. I don't know. My the the, <laughs> the, the, the entire shoe cabinets are full with shoes from from the wife. So 
wouldn't have even <laughs> had the space for it. So, <laughs> yeah, oh, but, yeah, but Gamescom is. I sure hope that they start the the press uh, uh, the creator accreditation soon, so that we know whether we can make it to press day or just the public days. I, I cannot wait. It's gonna be so awesome. Um, but yeah, guys, um, it's been an awesome show. So thanks again for, to everyone who showed up. Um, super appreciate you on your way out. It would be absolutely awesome if you guys could hit the like button. And if you are new here, consider subscribing. If you did enjoy the show, uh, we at least had a blast. And if you're on Spotify and, and uh, iTunes or the one guy on Amazon Music, you know, uh would be absolutely awesome if you could leave us a five-star rating or even a review. Um, so, yeah, guys, we appreciate you all. Uh, next week, we will be back with another special guest. Uh, and up until then, um, play some Diablo or whatever else you enjoy. And if you see us uh, online over the weekend, just hit us up. Um, we are always happy to play together. And, yeah, but for now... I want to say again, thank you and don't forget to game on.